Welcome to episode 74 of the Varangian Heresy Podcast. I am, as always, Jody, your host for this evening or whatever part of time of day in the world you are listening to this. We have a full team here in the studio tonight, uh, the virtual studio that is, and we're going to do some introductions. But tonight, just to give you a heads up, we were planning to do an episode, and we talked about this on the last episode. Um, we were going to do a focus down on all the fantastic events we were going to have up and running for our event series this year. Then Forge World went and dropped an FAQ on us. So you asked, we delivered. We are talking all things FAQ tonight. We're going to run through it, have a chat about it. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good good little chat that we have uh, between the three of us. Because uh, sadly, we pre-recorded that bit and Eric wasn't able to join us at the time. So it's all good. We have a nice chunky section for you to listen to. Um, so tonight, uh, well, as we record... Uh, in the studio, let's let's start as always on my left, where where he is atop his fence post, perched in in some sort of podium, is the one and the only Magnus. How you doing, buddy? I'm just fine, uh, sitting in the the royal garage. The royal garage where you were. Yes, you were the heresy garage. Well, I I got up up. What do you call it? When someone just does it a shitload better with the garage thing the other day. Okay. The... Upgraded? Didn't you, didn't you guys see it? He posted like his garage with like daylight looms and... Oh, you mean Ryan with the baffle bar? Yeah, the, the ultimate Harry's garage. That is literally the... that that's That's a small... That's a small habitat, that is, more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. So that's my new plan. I'm going to do... Exactly that. Just cool. rebuild the garage and more lumens, and so I can just all the lumens, huh? And be cooler in my garage because I'm not alone in the house. So. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! This will be my domain, and I will make it. Screw you guys for kicking me out of here. Something along exactly. Just that so. sounds about right. No, other than that, I'm all good. All good. Gearing up nicely for Adepticon. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'll save the hobby stuff for later on. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. And he's still on the casting couch, but he's one, one good sign out away from being taken off the casting couch. It is the one and the only, the Great Dane himself, Mr. Eric. How you doing, bud? Hey, man. Doing good here. Doing good here. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, we had the round second weekend. We had... Yeah, so much stuff to do, so no painting has been done or anything. But, oh, uh, <laughs> we've got hobby to talk about. Don't worry, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there we don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do that. We let Freddie do all the hobby. <laughs> hobby yeah. Oh, not this time. <laughs> no, no, wait, what? Doing well, doing well, except that I don't get to do any hobby stuff. <laughs> oh, we'll work. We'll, it'll all be good. It'll all be good. Uh, well, glad to hear you're doing good. And, of course, you just heard him. He is the one, the only, the man, the myth, and he's a bit of a legend, um, as we would say, uh, are sitting atop the fantastic uh, pyramid made of stale pretzels and rapidly emptying beer cans is the one and only 
Mr. Freddy. How you doing, bud? Oh, I'm good, mate. Been on vacation. Now I need a vacation. You're poor, mate. I am poor as well. I, I, I was just uh, converting money on my PayPal account. Empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh, uh, yeah no i've been on vacation uh the hobby stuff well we're going through that later but i've actually been reading books which is fucking amazing oh good this this is good this is good so you've got like a thousand and one ideas and 15 yeah, million plans and no money to do them with right there, there's so many folders in all the books that i read that uh of of tips and tricks for like fluff stuff that I'm writing that I yeah. thought was awesome that I want to add on to different things I'm writing. Nice. Very nice indeed. I look forward to seeing this. This is going to be good. Well, that being the case, before we jump on to um, our general catch up and all that sort of jazz, as we always do, let me just very quickly shout out our social medias. You know it, you love it. It's Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy podcast. Uh, we've also got our podcast group, and as we're talking about the FAQ, you've had some time to digest it. Go and join the podcast group and leave your thoughts, uh, whether you love, love it, you hate it, or there's something you, you like it, but um, go give your feedback over there. And if you want to send anything into, um, into Forge World about this sort of stuff, I put the email address as part of that post as well. So go do that. We have... Um, we, well, I really can't be bothered with Twitter. It's too much like hard work. Um, but we do have Twitter. We are at Varangian Heresy. We are on Instagram at Varangian Heresy. And Eric and I are working that one quite nicely. Especially as he's, he's been uh, having some tech failures by the sounds of it. But we've been, uh, we've been putting up some pictures of what we've been up to recently. Uh, so that's always good. And most importantly... The Varangian Heresy at gmail.com, our email address. Please drop us an email uh, if there is anything you'd like us to talk through. Is it if it's a list you want, um, you know, read out and uh, critiqued and, um, you know, thoughts put to, if it's um, events you want shouting out, even better if you can put it out to us. Um, oh Jesus, man! Really? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, now I see why you were moving money around in your PayPal account, friend. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> okay, we won't say that out loud in case somebody does use this as evidence against you in the future. Um, but uh, no, the Rangitarius at Gmail. Like I said, got a list you want looking at. Got an event you want shouting out. Send us the details there. Uh, if there's a topic you want us to talk about, send it to us. We'll see what we can do about getting it talked over on the podcast. Uh, we're not just here to talk about our stuff. We'd love to hear from you as the community at large about what you're doing, what you're up to, and what you might want our, our thoughts or general meanderings on. Um, so do that. And last but not least, if you like what we do and you fancy supporting us, uh, patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy. Come over, give us a little bit of love, get some love back, be part of the, the Facebook group, come and join us on Discord, come and hang out, do crazy stuff, get care packages in the post, you know, all, all the good stuff, get access to things like the event, the uh, event special characters and stuff we do ahead of time, all that sort of fun jazz. Um, yeah, go take a look at Patreon. And 
Big thanks uh, support from Miles at Little Legend Studios, who is supporting us um, on our higher tiers with uh, painting videos for anybody who takes $10 or over um, tier. So that's very awesome as well. Um, so yeah, that is everything. Um, everybody seems to be either doing all right, having come back from a holiday, or potentially having a technical failure. We don't know yet. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this over to Magnus first. Magnus, my friend, what have you been up to, dude? Hobby wise and in general. Uh, also been on vacation. Uh, it's bloody nice for some, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's as Freddie said, it's it's. Coming back, recovering from the vacation with the kids. Uh, so now I'm blitzing up for Leptcon again, um, painting up all the bases, uh, pushing out 40 bases today because I got lazy and didn't order them before. So now I have to batch paint all of them. <laughs> but uh, it's coming along just fine. I'm not doing rivets today actually for like the first time, like what five episodes. Uh, it really has been that long, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I've been doing rivets forever. People think that I only do rivets. It's just that it's a good time to do rivets. Um, it's <laughs> one of the few times I get to sit down, like without the kids or the wife, or it's actually or the time. wife. So, yeah. Again, with, again, maybe we should maybe we should make sure we burn these recordings. Stuff sounds like it. Sounds like it could be used in the future. She won't listen anyway, so I'm home free on that that one, so it's okay. No, but uh, I've also been reading, so I completed Titan Death. Ooh. Yeah. And did there die any Titans? Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there could have <laughs> could have been dead Titans in it. Some Titans exploded. Yes, it like, may or may not. Have really been. Is it a really clever title or? Do some action? Do Titans actually die? No, it's no, about rattling. No Titans scats. were hurt in this recording. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's actually about rattling scouts. Uh, no, it's actually about a shitload of Titans just dying. But just to put out, uh, not a spoiler, but read it because there's a lot of surprises in it, and may or may not include mainline characters that you didn't really think would show up or well Ooh. at least i didn't um and there may or may not have been a single person taken down the improv title i'm not telling why does it always have to die an imperator titan like all the time there were so many dead imperator titans <laughs> it was about all the dead imperator yeah there were all the dead titans yeah, and, uh, and uh, for all the heretics listening, I would definitely read it because there may or may not have been an introduction to Chaos Titans in this book. So, no, it's uh, it's a really cool book. It really makes you feel the scope of the Beta Gamma campaign, or at least the Titan side of the Beta Gamma campaign. Um, so definitely read it, or now you can download it. Uh, as a from uh, Black Library, as a, what do you call it? Soundbook, whatever. Audiobook. Audiobook. Thank you. Totally You're lost. Welcome. Glad I could help there. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, right now just doing all the bases and uh, waiting for that now slowly to come my way. 
Um, oh, but you, Jody, have you actually been pinning? I have. You say you say that with some surprise in your voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you've been uh, doing other stuff this week. Well, I have. Yes, I have. Um, I have been doing other stuff, but yes, I have very much been painting. Um, I have been cranking out some commissions. I've finished in the past uh, week or so. I finished a pair of uh, commissions off, which I was very happy with a uh, fell glaive. So basically, a fell blade chassis with a interchangeable turret and uh i did a cheeky little conversion on the front so i could just magnetize a demolisher cannon in and out for a for a replacement faceplate to basically go on there um that's for the lovely uh toba larson um that's going to get sent up to him tomorrow wednesday ish depending on when when this airs um but that's done i had lots of fun doing that because it's always nice to paint iron warriors and then I just completed um, Samus, uh, Demon of the Ruined, uh, Demon Prince of the Ruined Storm, for uh, good buddy Jacob over in Denmark, and I was really happy that we I got to deliver that for the week, uh, the event that we were just at, which was the uh, the uh, Danish Railtac event. No. Um, but I'm not going to talk about that one because that's going to come up in our next episode. Ooh. But um, I will spoilers. Spoilers, yes, spoilers. Um, I will say this. Uh, I have, um, as far as other paintings concerned, um, I'm at the stage now with a bunch of Titans where it's basically starting to lay paint down on them, um, which is going to keep me busy doing those slowly. Um, the militia, my militia army has gone on the back burner a little bit because of uh, costs and basically trying to justify spending so much money on large cannons for the army even though they're worth like 80 points plus upgrades um <laughs> they cost a ridiculous amount of money so i'm kind of umming and ahhing on that if i can find another way of running an army without them um uh, so I've, I've moved on to i moved on to my world eaters so nice. you remember the red butchers i was doing at the painting course last year yeah, yeah, yeah. well i'm gonna take that scheme with the metallic blue, yeah. and I'm doing an armored breakthrough list. Okay. And I'm using all classic Predator chassis for it. So oh, I've old got, school Predators? Yeah, the old school, the Rogue Trader style. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of them, um, thanks to, uh, well, my buddy Bjorn up there in Stockholm, and to uh, one of our Patreons, Ulf, legend that he is. Has just sent me down. I think he's like four or five of them as well. So I've got technically I've got like eleven old school rhino <laughs> chassis right now. So whatever I don't use will go into my Iron Warriors because <laughs> I love them. Um, so I'm sort of working on those on the back burner for myself now. So the thought is I'll have that ready for Gothcon. So I have two and a half thousand points of World Eaters Armor Breakthrough, which should be nice. Um, Jody. Uh-uh, yes. Uh, you said the guns were expensive, right? Uh, see, yeah, that's the, I've been, yeah, I've been looking at that, but it's the scale I'm worried about. Well, this is actually the right, because that's 1 to 35, 1 to 32 is more like the heroic 28 mil scale. Oh, cool. Oh, thanks, Freddy. Appreciate it's that. Freddy's just literally linked me something on eBay, which I'm now going to... So, uh, that's not this... <laughs> That's not going to stop me for that's no, I'm going to go slow burn with the militia because I'm also waiting for a, a pile of um, 
of Cadians to come over from Max of the Road to Terror. Um, so I can use them. But uh, apart from all that sort of painting stuff that I've been doing recently, um, myself and Eric, Eric could jump in here as well. Um, yep. We went to a friend of the po- a friend of the podcast, Sebastian Jensen. His um, we went to his Callis event uh, a couple of weeks back, and that was a really fun event. That was basically two on two, so um, no traitor or loyalist allegiances. So you could play traitors and loyalist armies together. It's sort of pre Istvan in that confusion post-ish kind of time. Yeah. Um, serves correctly. That and, is correct. and then we had, what, two 2,000 points, something like that. Yeah, two, 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 two and a half thousand point armies. You got one warlord, one uh, lord of war, not warlord. Jesus, that would have been awesome. Um, yeah. One lord of war between the two armies. And... Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, who, what did you go with, Eric? Remind me what um, your list was. I was with uh, Peter. He was playing Mechanicum. I was doing Thousand Suns. Um, but and that was your that was your armored list, wasn't it? The tanks. Um, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, armored breakthrough, and he was going with um, auto reductor. Uh, but uh, basically, we got told there could be Titans at the tournament, so we brought a falcon tank to just do something and in the whole tournament it managed to kill one terminator i think because it <laughs> rolled one on every single uh to wound roll we we did um so yeah it d- didn't really go well for us in in especially the first fight we made a reaver titan so that was basically just us looking at our army getting removed um yeah in three turns what but about the you? second what fight was fun. Game? Yeah, what was the second game? Um, that was against White Scars and Blood Angels, I think. At least White Scars. Yeah, I think the other one was Blood Angels. Um, had a really good fight. Um, and ended also... We ended up with, with a victory. And basically, the only turn we were ahead in victory points, the game ended. So that was quite lucky because if we had played more turns, we would have been losing more and more and more for every turn from that point. Um, so, yeah, so correct time to end the game. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, that, that kind of helped us. I mean, myself and uh, my buddy Frederick, who you guys will know from when we did the Death Guard episode, and um, he's been running Salamanders recently. He and I teamed up. He ran his Death Guard. I didn't have enough Iron Warriors painted to make a list, so um, I ran his Salamanders. Boom. And uh, in my mind, they were a, they were a, a treacherous salamanders faction. That's how I sold it to myself. They 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 thought, you know what, this Horace guy, he's got something there. We're interested in what he has to say. Sign Fuck us up from sign us up for more leaflets. We're interested. Yes, we would like a would, would like a, a visit from Erebus at some point in the future. Um, but no, we we played and. Um, to be fair, he brought the Death Guard with the Reaping. I was running uh, Covenant of Fire and all the flamers. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be fair, that wasn't that many flamers actually. We, we, I sort of combined both of his lists. I was running 
what was it? I was literally running a Death Star. I think it's the first time I've ever run a proper Death Star. Boom. So it was like Prayer Talk, Mantle of the Elder Drake, um, the Shield. So basically two up, three up, Thunder Hammer, you know, Nastiness, Chaplin with the Shield, five Fire Drakes. And all I can say about a two-wound Terminator unit, because this is the first time I've played with one, they get work done. They seriously <laughs> get work done. I mean, they just, they chewed through the, the center of this Iron Warriors army that I was going towards uh, in our second game. But first game, I have to say, we played, Frederick and I played for Pro- Podcast Pride against Max and Billy from the Road to, Ter- Road to Terror. I hope and you won that. Fucking won. Yeah. We fucking, we fucking, we, we, we just crushed them into the, the ground. I mean, they were playing Raven Guard and Max had brought his militia. Um, <laughs> but it, literally the last, I think it was the last, because it was an objective game. And basically we had to, um, we had to get in and um, take over, basically take over these objectives. And we spent the last turn with every template we owned just dropping as hard and fast on every objective because we only we contested one of them and we controlled one but it was just like the other two were just raining down fire on trying to clear them off and the turn before the uh, death star had charged out and gone through a unit of like tw- 10 or 11 ogrins and reduced them to two in one round <laughs> which was just brutal but um the uh, he, he, Frederick's um, whirlwind had sk- had a lucky backspin scatter and landed straight on top of Max's warlord and just one shotted his warlord, <laughs> <laughs> just doubled him out in one. It was just a perfect scatter. We we're like, uh huh, okay, it's on this model, right? We'll leave it over the top, roll to wound. You know, Max can make a save. He comes back in. You know, where is it? There. Oh, right, okay, that's my warlord. And we just sort of look and go, okay, that was lucky. And then he sort of rolls his invulnerable saves. Nope. What was that? That was a Scorpius. Oh, he's dead then. Yay! Sounds <laughs> <laughs> um, like Max. Yeah. <laughs> so we played that one, and then we had a grudge match against... Um, um, who do we have again? It's uh, Suna and his brother. Um, so it's an Iron Hands, Iron Warriors mashup and that was a whole lot of templates coming back at us so i know how it feels to be on the receiving end of a template army you know it's it's fun i guess um but uh, we managed to take that one as well so we, we we were one of two teams that came out with a winning um winning record for the entire event and frederick picked up best best theme i think it was or best painted i can't remember which one it was um i think it was best theme um Really cool. Yeah. Oh, it was his Salamanders and his Death Guard, and they they look really, really good. So yeah, yeah I'm very proud of him for that. I just I just played with him. He did all the work on that, and it was it was awesome. Um, so it was a lot of fun, and um, kudos to Forest Cigar for redoing their their layout downstairs. <laughs> so it's yeah. far easier to set up for an event now. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that when it comes to Raldzak. Um But yeah, oh, and I got—I have to say this—I was very proud of this. I got to deliver um, Sebastian his um, Warhound that I did for him as a commission, 
Uh, And it was a Legio Ordax Warhound, and I custom-built him a uh, Ursus Claw as well. And there are some pictures online. I'll be putting them on my painting chat page at some point. I'm going to remember to put them up. Um, But apparently it was doing rather well on Reddit with, like, in the 30k sub subreddit something like 200 plus upvotes or something which apparently is good i don't know it's a reddit thing i've i know it exists <laughs> but yeah. yeah so that that was a lot of fun and yeah so that was an all over awesome weekend and yeah so i've been doing quite a bit actually <laughs> um yeah who else hasn't said anything uh eric i've, I've sort of dragged you in yeah what other hobby stuff you've been up to bud um, mainly actually testing uh, the the computer system we're using for Altac. I'm currently uh, building a Papyrinite, which I have no idea if I'm actually going to use it. But I've had I've had it around since the fourth day they announced or they came out with it. Um, so I'm guessing it's about a good time to start on it, as I've had it for a year now. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I've been starting to do some uh, precision snow the, from them, the snow effects on my bases. Uh, so it's, I'm, I'm still trying my, to find my way with it, but uh, it, it, it works really well. You, you saw the first uh, of my snow bases at the tournament in the weekend here. Um, but yeah, it, it looks really well, and I look forward to, to see how my militiam evolves with it. So, but that's, I think that's it though. Um, it, it has been really busy, mainly with the computer system we, we did for Wildside. Um, so, so almost no painting done. So what, what about you? Well, I say I've done my bit. The only man left yeah. is Freddy. <laughs> so uh, sorry, sorry, Fre- yeah. Freddy. Uh, I haven't done that much actually. You'd be surprised. I've been reading books. Uh, I've been doing scenarios and missions in my head. I have almost basically painted uh, an Adeptus Titanicus Reaver. Oh, nice. Uh, I have also... I have to remember, what did I do since last recording? (laughs) I can't remember. Uh, (laughs) I've also uh, put together some of my my new custom militia dudes that are going to be kind of as part of the event series no spoilers but they may or may not be some sort of third faction that we may have mentioned that may or may not have some sort of which may or may not exist backing from some sort of house somewhere that does Mm -hmm. something (laughs) and so i'm I'm doing up their their kind of uh, army thing and they're turning out really good actually I, i really enjoy the conversion so I'm going to maybe put that up online. Otherwise, uh, I haven't done much more because I've been gone. But what, what books have you been reading, mate? Anything? Uh, uh, I or? have read two of the books that I've missed, which is uh, The Primarchs and The Age of Darkness. Oh, nice. Because were, those were like, a comp- when they've come up, I always wanted to read the book after that or before. So. And the the so is trying to catch up compendium one. Yeah, they're are they both compendiums. Yeah, they're both compendiums. Nice, very very cool. Because I I always meant to go back because the only one that I read uh, in the Primarchs 
series, and I didn't finish the book, was the Reflection Cracked, the one about Fulgrim loving some sort of torture. No spoilers. <laughs> and then, uh, but I never read the other stories, so I wanted to finish those oh, off. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and cool. then, so that's what I've done. And so, earmarking pages where there's cool stuff that uh, that I find uh, the general gist of it is so fucking cool that I want to kind of rework it and then re reuse it for our narrative kind of stories. So basically, everybody, you have been warned. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about Fulgrim being tortured, though. <laughs> oh, where's the fun? <laughs> you're, you're now going to have your, your prayer door tortured like Fulgrim. No, don't make it so. <laughs> you roll double one. <laughs> Forget perils of the warp. This is perils of the uh, of, uh, <laughs> torture dungeon. <laughs> it could it could be a thing. <laughs> it could really be a. Um, be. Yeah, and we have the torture dungeon in Stockholm, so you know, could definitely. There work. you go. There we are. Done. Sorted. There'll be a Fulgrim torture dungeon for Scandus. It'll be decked out. And we'll call it like a fabulous fa- Fabius. Uh... <laughs> Love Nest or something. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous Fandango. A fabulous Fabius Fandangoed as a fun. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Yeah, that thing. We'll do that. We'll that do thing. that. Yeah, that one. So, for sure. Um, yeah, and you're not prepping for Adepticon, are you? Because you're not heading out this year. But, no, not this year. But uh, you're going to double tap next year with the LVO and Adepticon, I believe? That is the plan. That is a good plan. That is a, that is a whole lot of foreign hobby, and two op- two opportunities to get detained at customs this time. <laughs> well, uh, actually, this this time around, when I prepared everything, I had everything sorted, and I really was like, oh, now I'm going to try and minimize this detention thing. I, I I never got like when you do your login at the fucking uh, passport stall. Mine was good to go. I, I didn't even have to stop. I could just go through the fast exit lane. My yeah. sons were good to go. My wife got a crossover. I had to fucking <laughs> stop. So. <laughs> so I had to go and see someone. Fucking. I, I, I can imagine you just standing, you beep yours and walk through. Wait, wait, what? Why am I not being detained? Yeah, and Why I was like, oh, fuck, like, this is awesome. This is like the best ever. And then. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, did you and the family enjoy the vacation, though? That's important. Yeah, we did. It's fucking awesome. Very, very cool. Well, very we should nice. talk. We should jump on and talk about some some new stuff that does exist out there in the the new stuffosphere because we have had a couple of Forge World Fridays since the uh, the weekend. I mean, to be fair, most of the stuff has been the stuff that was previewed on or around the weekend, uh, especially like the Night Lords Prayer Tours and stuff. Which every time I look at them, just keep getting better. For some reason, I keep liking them that little bit more. Um, I sincerely, sincerely want to own the Terminator Prayer Tour just to have that gigantic fucking glaive thing it has in its hand. Yeah, it's a that's a big weapon. That is a very large weapon. Yeah, um, it it looks like it could do the type of damage I think it could do, which is what I like the thought of. Um, <laughs> And I, I do actually like all the books on the model as well. No. The Night Lord model will do damage. Yeah. And I, I must admit, I, I'm, I do like the, um, the power armored guy, 
but it's it's just a general pet peeve of mine. And this is this is not a dig at anybody who's done the design work because this is what Night Lords have been like for a, a long time. But I've never been a fan of the giant wings on the head. No, never been a fan of that. I mean, even with uh, you're going to hate me, even with the Dark Angels, never That's been a fan of it because it just looks over the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is what Batman would look like if he took LSD and then designed his suit. But um, it's more for the K thing. I mean, yeah, when, it's it runs over the top thing, again. But yeah, it just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel to me. For my personal aesthetic, and you know, you guys can shout, "Fuck you, man!" We don't care. It's like, cool, go for it. I just look in and go, "Yeah, no." Unless they, unless somehow in the fluff they fold down where they're trying to be sneaky and shit. It's like, you know, the whole point of hiding. I could hide behind terrain, and they'll never see me. Oh, look, what's over there? Red-tipped wings. I wonder who that. <laughs> yeah. <might be. laughs> it, it, it's just me, but at least the dice are back. And haven't sold out either. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. Which hopefully means they're going to re-release the other dice. And release new dice. And they'll all be out for everybody. Um, yeah, but I, when I look at the Night Lords again. Like the Predators. Uh, yeah. I understand. I really understand Leviathan. Because it's like uh, after they turned. But yeah. the other ones are pretty much how they look during <laughs> the, the, the Crusade. Uh, I wouldn't say the Leviathan's. Okay, he's got something it, stuck to his front, but yeah. But, but if, you, guys... if you read the fluff, this is actually how they looked. They just the Night Lords pre heresy, Night Lords after heresy. No change. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't like when all the loyal legions go? Oh, did they really turn? They go like, yeah, motherfucker, they did. <laughs> well, they but, turned well, so long time ago. It's. Well, well, after uh, he tore out fucking uh, Dorn's throat, almost killed him, and also <laughs> ran off from Fulgrim and killed all his Phoenix guards, and he was arrested. Yeah. He was, he was going to be fucking... He's gone too far. They were going to fuck him up. And then, obviously, he didn't give a shit, and he left. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So he wasn't... It's not that big of a surprise when they went, ah, oh, no, we're evil. And everybody went, no. Well, in their defense... I think that they would love to kill kill those traitor legions, so they probably thought that, well, you know, send in the fucking eighth because Yeah. See now I just think looking at this and for me Korax kind of not Korax, uh Kurz always reminds me of you guys seen the film The Breakfast Club? Yeah. You know Judd Nelson's it. character. That was ages ago. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, there's like the cool uh, sort of like outsider rock dude who's like giving shit to everybody and all that sort of stuff. Curse yeah. just reminds me of an old, like a, a highly more emoed version of him. <laughs> it's just like fuck you guys, I'm gonna rip your throat out and screw you guys. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna fuck off and be emo in my corner. <laughs> and everybody else is like, uh, I guess we're with him because reasons. <laughs> and then you know stuff, but um, yeah. They were they were very much dark. I, like I say, I just I'm not a fan of the the bat wings on the helmet. That's just my thing. But uh, for those of, those of us who, or those of you, I should say, because I, I don't do it, but who plays um, Adeptus Titanicus, they've released all the boards in one in one lump, where you uh, get zero discount. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Were you expecting one? I'm sorry. Were you expecting a discount somewhere? <laughs> so funny. 
Fred is having a mental breakdown because he needs to order it and doesn't give it get a single oh, fucking dollar discount. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why that's probably breakdown inducing to be. Um, it's not exactly subtle, but yeah. Um, but at least at least it's a package, and you don't have to. I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to click four times. It's really awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, there's, there's your goddamn count. discount. The RSI injury you're not going to get from clicking four times. That's what they're saving you. Yeah, totally. No, stop complaining. It's awesome. I got you, you are not going to have any uh, any damage to your hand from clicking because you saved that click. Yeah, uh, no yeah, arm. it's to prevent mouse arms. Yeah. <laughs> See? It is perfect. I don't understand why you're complaining. Yeah, you're the one having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I just love how they keep... Just doing the country a, a favor in uh, medical expenses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. But um, there is that. That's been released, which I think is very cool. And then... Uh, not directly 30k, but if you can't find a reason to put these in a cult army or some sort of militia army or fucking anywhere you need to take a few minutes and try, is the new bounty hunter set for Necromunda. No. Because... That's fucking cool. It's very cool. Um, I Even am... Baron Harkonnen. Bow... <laughs> Bow... <laughs> 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 uh, legless Harkonnen. Yeah. As a Dune fan, I approve. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm all about the uh, Beratrum Arturus the Third or whatever it is. The, the dude that's basically got the powdered wig and giant overcoat. Is <laughs> so fucking bombastic. It's unbelievable. I love him. Um, and the, the third one, the Weirdlock Bounty Hunter, is basically the Renegade Psyker repackaged, I think. They actually changed some of his clothes. Have they? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so it's a new model then. That counts. It, it's the same model, but with a few small changes. Yeah. Now, I have to say, uh, I've already had my Wonka episode because I can't, I can't have my, my bitter iron bitch now. I've had that in the, in the main segment. But if I was, if I was going to have a complaint <laughs> about anything... It would be the fact that the, 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 the floating body with mechanical arms and what looks like a tail out the back, um, <laughs> it's bright fucking pink. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> I really don't think so. I would very much like to see John Blanche get his hands on this and paint it up and do a proper Blanchitsu paint job on it. Because um, to be honest with you, in resin, it looks great. I can I can dig that. I can work with it. I could even model some legs on it and feel more Baron Harkonish. But um, it's a giant pink blob flying in the air with some. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I can't. It's an awesome concept. Uh, I would like to see how he bounty hunts. Yeah, I, I think this this is isn't this a psyche? This is this one's supposed to be like a psyche unit or something. Okay, so he's the standard. guy hanging back, telling the others where where the enemy is. Either that, or he's sort of like a, a psychic null or something. I Isn't don't that the smart way to do it? To hang back? Yeah. Yeah. Hang back throw the meat shields in front of you. Sit and be fat with no arms. <laughs> I aim in <laughs> life, man. Cookies. Um, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm, that, that's 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 my that's my yeah my only grumble about that is the 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 bright pink paint job on it. But other than that, yeah, there's some cool stuff. I mean, what do you guys think on them? Uh, I, I don't think anything special. I think that uh, the like I always said, the psycho just reused the fucking <laughs> militia model that was lazy. Uh, the Baron. Fluffy, here we go. It's kind of cool. I, like, they, I, I don't know. They could have fixed his face, the militia guy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I like yeah. the I like the old face, but okay. I don't know. Like I, I think that they should have. Hopefully, I haven't seen them because I didn't look at the weekenders at them. But I I hope that they're that if they're smart, they've done the mold so that you glue on the arms or something, so you can customize them easier. But I guess they're resin, so easy cut cut anyway. So yeah, but yeah, that would actually be quite nice if you could if you got that freedom. That would yeah. be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be a bonus anyway. That's it would fair. be. It does look like it. I'm, I'm just trying to look at the um, the resin image. It looks like he's in the at least the got the dude with the wig looks like he's in at least two parts, possibly more. Um, it's a bit hard to tell, but pretty cool anyway. I think he's going to make an awesome. All I can think say is, I think he's going to make an awesome chief medic for my, um, for my for my militia army when I get him. <laughs> he's going to make an awesome medic. Yeah, or, that's actually a good idea. Or I'll use him as some sort of command HQ type model for some reason because he just looks gorgeous. Um, yeah. You're gorgeous. It's the hair. It's the hair. It is the hair. It's hair or the... He could be a discipline master. Like, he has a pistol, which the discipline master does, and then you could have, like, the order go forward, like, or just die. (laughs) Actually, just die by going forward or die by running Let's just go forward, or otherwise, a picture of a head. So negative. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. That could totally work. I'm sure we'll make it work. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I like them overall. I think they're f- um, Just don't want to see somebody do a Blanchitsu job on that thing, and then I'm happy. Um, <laughs> but that, that's just me being a grumpy old fuck. Um, so, yeah, is there, is there anything else we need to talk about? Anything else we want to shout out while we're here? Because I'm thinking we might it might be time to to wrap this, get these good people listening to all our chats about the FAQ. But have you guys got anything you want to shout out? Uh, not not right now. Because not here either. All, all, all the excitement is coming soon. This yeah. is true. This is very mm-hmm. true. We've had lots of talk off air about the stuff. We just one bagged up for you so you can have it in your ears while we're planning the next one. Um, Okay, well, that being the case, then, we're going to wrap this up, put a bow on it, ship it out to you, and we are going to come back to you in a couple of minutes with our main section, which is all about the FAQ that recently dropped. So here comes some music, and we'll be right back after this. Waiting for 
And my time was running wild in the million dead end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange changes Don't wanna be a richer man We're back, and okay, hands up. We've said it in the intro, and we'll say it again. We had planned to have a whole main segment about all our events and all event type shenanigans and stuff coming up for this year, as sort of a taster teaser for the Evangelion Heresy event series. And then, as always, best laid plans of mice and men and all that shit. Forge World decided to go and throw. Um, an FAQ spanner in artworks, which we're actually really happy about because we love the fact that they've gone and done this because there's lots of cool stuff in it. However, that now means we're going to bump that in from that bump that to probably our next one of our next couple of episodes. However, we're still going to be doing talking about what is the most important, which is the raffle, um, our fight against DMD, and we'll be talking about that after we've gone through the FAQ. So, 
general thoughts, guys. Uh, I mean, Freddie, we literally just dropped our episode about the weekend. Uh, where are a lot of these things? I'm sure things like the destroyers and stuff were mentioned. We've already talked about it in our last episode. So, what's your general general love well, for the uh, the FAQ dropping this quickly? Well, it's, it's not that a surprise for me, as Anush held the FAQ at the fir- the day one first fucking thingy, and I flicked through it, and I was like, oh, so they dropped the FAQ, and I did, it didn't even fucking crush my, cross my mind that they hadn't dropped the FAQ because I was holding it. So I thought, oh, oh that's so you were literally expecting it was on their home page, right, and I was okay. like, yeah, yeah, whatever, the FAQ is gone. We're, we're going to talk about that later. All right, okay. And then there was so much other shit going on, so obviously I even forgot to mention that in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized they hadn't dropped it. It was just, it was just that we that went to the weekend they got to see it. <laughs> oh, fine, elitism. Yeah, you got to yeah. see it first. Therefore, just didn't give a fuck about the rest of us. Fine, okay. Yeah, like fine. Always. Well, yeah, it's true. But you know, I was I kind of kind of wanted my good, though, that, Like, even though I was, uh, I assumed wrong. It's good that it came out fairly fucking quick. Then it's just been a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this this did seem to break the internet for a few minutes, or or, or the the page as everyone was trying to ga- grab onto it and find the link. Um, but it's there, and there's there's a fair few, there's literally a fair few changes in there. So um, yeah, no, but but it's it's like like we said, I think mm. at least I mentioned that during the episode is that well, it's it, this is just like the first kind of draft FAQ that the big changes. They just want to put things that they feel they need to address now straight away. But mostly, like Anush said, that the reason why they don't do that many FAQs and they wait and they do it in mostly they try to implement the major changes in the red books or black books is because the community is is super good at self-regulating and and kind of adore to the narrative game field. So that's why they don't really... They don't need to do like like you said. They don't need to do like a chapter approved like they do for forty k because they're not that many. Well, maybe I shouldn't quote what he said, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we don't have the same problems. <laughs> that was such a politically correct answer. I'm so proud of you, Freddie. <laughs> well done. Well done Thank indeed. Uh, well done. Uh, I'll try. You're trying, very trying, and we love it. Um, okay, well, then I guess, you know, okay, you've had a look through it. Mag- Magnus, have, have you had a chance to have a good look through this one? or? Uh, yeah, I went through it not super thoroughly yet, but I think it's, when you look at it, we had some, uh, for the listeners, we had some discussions off air, and we were going like, what have they really changed at some, some of the rules? And we're like, oh, okay. We see what they mean there, but we already play that way anyway. So, yeah, and I think mo- most of these things we, yeah. most of these things we we kind of notice from our FAQ, the Varangi one. The like we haven't updated anything for ages on our on our Facebook page, but we have like some some things that we've just clarified in before each event and shit. But yeah, yeah, mm. and there there are some like. Lots of minor tweaks when you look at it, just like uh, this should but they, they all make sense and... unless you're a fucking douchebag. So, <laughs> no. oh, yeah, I mean, they the, some things they actually fixed, uh, from like earlier FAQs and stuff, and they clarified uh, like details around a lot of Primarchs and 
some of the special characters. That's really fun to see. And made some point changes and uh, little tweaks, tweaks here and there. And seems to be listening to the community when you look at a lot of it. I'm not yeah, saying that poor Fyron gets a hammer because of the community, but hey. Uh, it, no, has its, it has its place now. <laughs> you, you can see a lot of things that, like when we're going to th go through it, ha has a solid foundation from the community because, like, like, like the one with the quad mortars using the five inch yeah. template and not do the flipping. Well, mm. I, I, I know for once it's a, it's a fairly normal stuff. And I think even at Adepticon, they did that shit just to avoid the fucking flipping. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a gaming perspective. Not a really. I'm saving my. Choice. I'm saving my one per per episode for that one. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> when we get there, I'm saving my one bitch per episode for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, that, 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 this should not be unexpected. Pig uh, and I are Warriors player. Um, <laughs> so I've got to say, I, I'm really happy as well that they that we've got the um, the. I mean, they've done the playtest section, which is sort of the end, but they've dropped the you know updated sheets for things like the fire on and stuff like that but also like we were talking about uh what was it destroyers you know you went yeah. through the details in the episode we've got them here in front of us now something tells me we're going to see a lot more destroyers um yeah, palatine, so. palatine blades phalanx warders uh, finally the medusa immortals apparently suddenly just realized that holy shit we can do stuff so we're going to see some more medusa immortals now that you can actually afford to put them on a gaming tabletop um, yeah. And I, I'm not, I don't think I've legitimately ever seen a word bearer's army run the Ashen Circle. I don't think I've That's ever true. seen it. So I'm going to be really interested to see if the changes that have been made to the Ashen Circle are enough for players to go, yeah, you know what, I want to run these guys. Because I tell you what, though, I really like the models. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. always wanted to do the the one right. The only drawback is that you had to Sardu Layak, but it was awesome that Ashen Circles turned into troops. Yeah, Sardu Layak and his Blade Slaves, mm. you know, the, the, the band of the 30th millennium, <laughs> the touring band. <laughs> um, we really should get T-shirts done up with those guys on there. <laughs> Just, you know, Road Crew 4, Sardu Layak and the Blade Slaves, M31, uh, <laughs> Heresy Tour. Uh, we should totally make that happen somehow. Uh, anyway. Let's uh, let's jump into this. I mean, let's let's start. We're gonna we'll go through it. Uh, we don't need to go through every every entry that's in here because there's just been a lot of uh, updates, and thankfully they've put them in this god awful magenta color, um, so they <laughs> they stand out perfectly, and we appreciate that. Um, for those of us who have to make visual scans on things. Um, uh, it's a pretty color. It, it, it's it. a god awful color when it's against oh. the really nice black, red, and white. But it does what it's meant to do, and that's the important part. Um, but we're going to sort of uh, plod through, go through the different entries in there, uh, have a look at all the different things, what what they mean, and then basically um, just give our thoughts on what, as, as we're going through on it because, uh, yeah, they're all kind of important. So let's have a look at the first page because why not start at the beginning? Um, are there – I mean, there, there seems to be some general clarifications on there, but this – the the feel no pain thing. This again. This feels just like a tidying up of language, yeah. To me, yeah, um, so basically, feel no pain rolls may not be taken against destroyer attacks. 
unsaved wounds which have the instant death special rule or an instance where uh, which state that no saves of any kind may be taken um seems pretty clear to me beforehand if you're fucking vaporized a medic won't help i mean i i love the thought that you know um what is it that that uh, hamish the medic can run up and and give you a jab of something so that you can take a, a destroyer weapon on your nut. Um, I, I, I want to add. I want an added rule that says Angron still gets to feel no pain, but because he's Angron, it should be against Warhound Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Only. that wasn't a destroyer. It was just a plasma blaster, the weak weapon. No, I just think any stomp attack. It should just oh, yeah. be. You should oh, yeah, automatically model. You should get it on stops automatically. <laughs> Which is one of, one of the things I missed from this FAQ, because that rule is might need a bit of a tidying up. No. Maybe. 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 Um, said said uh, not the Nighthouse player. <laughs> um, and then where are we looking at? Um, is there any major... There's nothing major on the second page then. I mean... It's the command squad. They just yeah, that's that's the next in. one, isn't it? Um, yeah. that's, that's the Legion, right? Now we were discussing this before we actually came on and started recording, and it seems to be the general understanding about what people are are, uh, are wearing. I mean, you, Magnus, you pulled on this one. Do you want to talk yeah, through right, it a little bit? Yeah, it, uh, we haven't really cross-checked it from the old rules, but what. What I can tell is pretty much tidying up of the rules that you, you can take them as a part of a retinue for a Primarch. And if they are accompanying a Predator or special character wearing Terminator armor or a Primarch, they may take Terminator armor. Um, and it's not a big of a deal. They do not count towards the Primarch's total Lord of War uh, 25% rules for the value, point value wise. Um, so it's nothing, nothing new for us from what I can see. Not in that perspective, at least. Mm. It all, all fucking makes sense. Yeah. So no biggie. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone played it any, any other way. No. no. And then it was the, the retinite bit as well, regards to counting towards the 25%, um, for the Lord of War. Yeah, the point cost. cost for Primark doesn't involve him. Yeah. So I that, again, should anyways, but maybe it was an issue. I don't know. I guess it's if somebody felt it was an issue, it's just a, a another sort of tidy up on the language more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, I think the one below it then, um, again, people can shoot me for this one, um, that marksman has gone all together, and now it's just stalkers as a special rule for the veterans. I think that was that was in there anyway, but it's just nice to have it hundred percent tidied up. And again, the unit gains scout as a special rule, so you know, no more um, super easy heresy for anyone. Apparently, yeah. L- lacy heresy. You know. Lacy heresy. I always thought that was a shitty name for it, but yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, anyway, that that moving on. Um, where are we next? What are we looking at? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one's making Eric very sad, since he just bought three of them. <laughs> super sad puppy. 
Everything. Yeah, I, I can respect why. Um, so yeah, for, for, for everybody out there, um, basically under the heading unit type, amend the text to read vehicle super heavy to, to instead read vehicle tank. And then the special heading rules, this is for the Legion <laughs> one, remove the subatomic reactor. Which never made fucking sense anyway, but... No. <laughs> well, at least they've gotten rid of it now. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, sad panda times for everybody who is using the cheap um, super heavies. Mm. Super, Wait, super I, heavies. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Ask away. If you run Solar Ox, is it a Legion Malkador assault tank? No. no, but it gets fucked over later. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it was a hope. I, I forgot I, it's coming further down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, don't, don't. When I read that, I went, "Ooh, that's okay." It's only Legion attacks, <laughs> yeah. and then I read, I was like, "Oh, this no. is going to be off." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they needed to do something about the Malkadors. I mm. wasn't. I'm not. Even though I don't like them, I, I'm not sure wh whether this is the way to go. But I mean, you could have an army of fucking super heavies. Um, mm. We faced our. Well, we faced Freddy during the tank battles, and they just they were fucking horrible to face. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're, not pretty, are they? they're not pretty they're not pretty i mean what are they the six base six whole points base is that right yep yeah so i mean i mean i don't i don't think there's any legit reason to call for a points drop in them now they've had the super heavy taken down because they haven't changed the number of whole points available so technically they're worth well there, there were a weird thing that had Six fucking whole points, super heavy tank. It, they're not that many in the game. No. Oh, no. But they are squadron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which they could just taken away. Yeah, I think, I think the, the, the problem was that three of them in a squadron with all the upgrades and, and stuff. Yeah. Like the, the, the rules they took from, from the Rex books and, and stuff. They, they were never meant to be like this kind of tank, but they didn't fit in into any slot, I guess, and it just became uh, straight overdone as a super heavy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does it does make me a sad panda because uh, the when it comes to militia, you can only run them one per heavy slot. You can't squadron them up, as far as I okay. can remember, uh, which is a pain um, because they're very they they were well. I say it's a pain. They were super points awesome for what they were before the FAQ. Now, not so much, because that super heavy thing really made them worth being independent units, um, even at 235 points. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, had it, it really had its place, but it's, it seems to have lost its shine now. But I, I, but, I'm still... But I think that the, 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 the issue with the... In the militia one, even though that comes further down, is as a one vehicle, as a super heavy, it never could compete against a squadron of three Lehman Rosses. True. But yeah. but if you actually remove the super heavy and said that you can have one to three Malkadors, mm. then I think yeah. people will start thinking, well, maybe I should run three Lehman Rosses for one heavy support slot and then three Malkadors. See, that I'd be up for. 
that that would be a nice change, actually. That that I would be very much up for if they could do that. I think now when they remove the super heavy, they should just let mm. them have three of them. Yeah. And at two and they're two thirty five points base before you start adding anything onto them. Yeah. So you know you're gonna be. I don't think that's unfair if you can then squadron them up because you're talking seven hundred base for like a three 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 squad of these guys, and then you got to upgrade them. So. You know, you really are sinking some points into them if you're going to play them that way. But yeah, I think if they could squadron up, it'd be quite nice. Anyway, we'll, we'll come back to that a little bit later on. Um, Augury scanners. Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we never implemented the previous FAQ, but thank fuck. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we don't have to say, now disregard the FAQ with <laughs> Augury scanners. It's no it longer bananas. Nasty. It was bananas. Mm. It's no longer horribly, horribly, horrible for everybody dropping from the sky. And drop pods are still, ver- uh, you know, drop lists are still legit and, you know, all that sort of jazz. Um, so, yay. <laughs> Huzzah. Thank you for applying what, what we'd like to call the uh, the modicum of sense that is required for some of these things. Because, um, God damn, that, I, I was genuinely afraid for some lists. You know, there were some Raven Guard lists and some others that I was just thinking I, w- I would not want to play with. Well, just now suddenly everyone went from, oh, I'll take an Augur Scanner to fill out some points to every motherfucker. And his <laughs> dog had an Augur Scanner because nothing good came in from reserves at all. Yeah, it was literally a case of where can I find five points? I need to slap an Augur Scanner on someone. Is Melter Bombs of the character worth it? Not really. Put an Augur Scanner on something if it's coming in for a reserve. You know, it got brutal for a while. Yeah, but it's still still nasty, isn't it? Didn't it's still, still no, good, but it's hit. not unlimited yeah, it's not, fucking range. No, no, no. But it's still 18 inches, though. It is, yeah. You can still hamper someone pretty bad with that. Even yeah. you, even if you put like only a augury scanner on attack squad, it will still shoot a motherfucker once they drop down before they can even act, so... Yeah, Still. but yeah, it's a lot. But better. now you now you have the option when you realize that oh maybe I'll just avoid this squad. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, maybe that's going to be a whole lot of uh, pain. I don't want to and stand away from. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm not. I'm just not totally sure why they even started with this rule to begin with. Well, you mean why that why they screwed it up in the first place? Yeah. I'm yeah, not... it wasn't really broken, so it was weird. Yeah, I don't know why they started putting extra rules on the auger scanners because they cost shit and nothing. So, uh, anyway, they fixed it a lot better than it used to be. So we're all yep. happy. Everybody can breathe again. Or oh, yeah. sanity has been returned. Um, yeah, and just checking. Yeah, it co- basically covers everything. Um, and yeah, again, it's in line of sight in the. As if it was in their controlling space, so that's good. Um, bum, bum, bum. I mean, they've got the. We had this the last time. The the all the combat shields and everything have been confer have been put in there, so that's as it should be. For again, this is one of those. For the, again, I, as an Iron Warriors player, I never saw why this wasn't the case, but apparently, it's needed to be confirmed that models um, can fire the tyrant terminators can fire their combi bolters. As well as their cyclone missile launches in the shooting phase. I don't no. think it's just to tidy up because they they had yeah. the ultramarine uh, tyrant ripoff. 
Yeah, the 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 shit copies of the Tyrant Terminators. Yes, um, but no, I just I I never. Yeah, it's it's a language thing. It always made sense to me that these guys could fire both. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Both Perturabo and Dawn have had yep. clarifications that they now have teleport um, to have teleport transponder. Um, instead of teleport homers hmm. on their armor, if I've read that correctly, yeah, there we are. Yeah, that's um, because it's it that was an old fucking 40k rules. So I, I think it just got ported over and then they cleared it up, yeah, that it is yeah. the transponder. Mm. So, so, again, a lot of language that's being cleared up, um, which is useful <laughs> now. Angry Ron, Angron. Got a, little, got a little bit of a, I don't know. Would you? Would you? Is this a major change to Angron Freddy? I mean, you you know this guy. No, people that run it this way was just douchebags. <laughs> okay, so what what are we? What have they done, and what were they fixing? Let me ask that question. Uh, to not always mandatory run around with his favorite apothecary buddy. <laughs> prefer being the opponent's deployment zone but yeah yeah because you like you, he got bananas good with feel no pain so okay so yeah and, and i think it's to put in line with the whole thing that a normal apothecary doesn't know the fucking like they're they're made to look after marines they don't know the physics and the layouts of uh, a primark yeah i mean yeah, they're they're not they're not they're not sort of like crazy special named characters. You know, they're not your Belisarius calls or whatever who take ten thousand years to understand that shit. Yeah, they're, um, you know, they're normal dudes for patching up normal normal Astartes. God damn it! Um, although I'd, I would like to think that basically all they did all they ever did with Angron was just pumping through pumping full of like ten liters of adrenaline. Whenever <laughs> it was a feel no pain, had nothing to do with fixing. Yeah, but, they just pulled more adrenaline you, into you, him. <laughs> You could like have an allied some dude that conferred feel no pain. That ah, has nothing okay. to do with Marines and it was yeah. It was a bit dodgy, is what you're saying. It could have been weird. But, but also all, with this But all this is just the clarification of Gale and Sarlacc, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. For for the listeners, it's coming further down with Gale and Sar- Sarlacc. Yeah, and, uh, angry, angry medic. Yeah, I think angry, angry medic, Um This one's for the ultramarine players out there, because of course you had to have something because you're ultramarine players, and you get rather upset if you're not included. Um, I, I again, I don't know this one so well. So rigid chain of command. Uh, apparently, if Girly Man is the army's warlord, um, the rigid chain of command rule above is ignored. Instead, if he is slain. If Girlyman is slain, all units for the Legion of Starties Ultramarine Special Rule in the army must take an immediate pinning test. In the uh, in this case, the opposing player gains plus one victory point for Girlyman being slain, in addition to anything gained from objectives such as slay the warden at the price of failure. Does that sound any different to what we know? Or yeah, that wasn't in there at all before. So so that wasn't no, in there at all. One, okay, yeah. well, that's... fair enough. I've, I've, to be honest with you, I've only ever faced Girly Man once, and that was Matt Kane's Girly Man, and he basically skewered a dreadnought. So there was not like I was really going to hurt him. <laughs> that was that was a cool moment. Um, Death Guard, 
basically, any character or independent character with Legion Star, his Death Guard, Death Guard special rules, which is equipped with a Power Fist, may exchange it for a Power Scythe at no extra cost. I think no, that's language that's nice. clearing up no. more yeah. than anything, but it's. I think it was character or independent character. I think they've cleared that up for things like sergeants and stuff. I could be wrong, but um, well, I only played are, with. We, we have all, always played it like that. Yeah. Again, for us, for our FAQ and for what we do, this might not be a big change, but for those of you guys listening out there, there could be some big changes here. Um, Zadu Layak and his Blade Slaves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, which is literally, they're both under here. Um, what is it? They have him listed as Psyker, Master Level 2. It may only generate psychic powers with pyromancy or demonology, malefic um, power disciplines. And his blade slaves are listed as chosen warriors. So, again, that will make sense somewhere. Freddy, does that make sense to you? It does. It, it does because I read Slaves to Darkness. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Good book. Yep. No yep. spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers. Okay, fair enough. I still need to download it. it feature the, uh, Sardulaic and his Blade Slaves. End of spoilers. <laughs> End of spoilers. So how's how's their how's their world tour going? By the way. Uh... <laughs> okay, spoilers. Spoilers. They changed managers. <laughs> End of spoilers. Right, uh, 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 <laughs> row. There's been a change of management. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you listen to this. Um, okay, so Salamander's players. Oh, this one's for you, Magnus. Oh uh, yeah. Under the heading Nocturne Born, amend, this, amend the bullet point to read. A unit with Legion Stasi Salamander's special rule does not add its initiative value to sweeping advantage, advanced rolls after winning the combat. Additionally, they suffer a minus one penalty to all run and charge distances to a minimum of one. Yeah, that's, that's a clearing up of the old rules where mm-hmm. it's basically left out the winning combat part. So okay. if it seemed like a lot of people played it like they did never added their initiative, so everybody swept them all the time. But if you look rules-wise, um, you don't the the guy that loses combat does not make a sweeping advance roll. He makes a counter roll, which is nondescript, so he adds his initiative anyways. Uh, but but they just cleared up that they don't auto die if they get swept. Yeah, or they don't get swept directly, which so, is sad because they deserve to auto die because they're yeah, 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 pretty much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, they really do. Yeah. Even though even though I've played with them, they still deserve to die. Yeah, you're a Salamander player. You played no, more Salamanders a... more times than I have. <laughs> that thankfully that's going to change after Adepticon. So oh know, yeah, that's... we're all good. We're all good. The natural balance will be restored very soon. Yeah. <laughs> It needs to be. <laughs> I feel mildly dirty after playing. Um, anyway, that, that has nothing to do with the, the with the drop pod list I've designed for them. I'm just saying. No, that's no, true. Not at, all. not at all. We'll bring that up later in this FAQ as well. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Um, huzzah for the for the Raven Guard players. <laughs> More Dayton now have implacable advance. So they're scoring. Huzzah! Because <laughs> like. Yay! Because <laughs> to be fair, they appeared in every 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 um, every list I've ever seen. Almost every list I've seen played, and then after they've basically blown their load on whatever they're carrying with their um, special strike rule, they're just tactical marines that can't really do much, and they die quite quickly. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, <laughs> now they get to stay around for a few games. So uh, Billy Biz <laughs> will be very happy about that. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Don't worry. That's that's all from the last weekend in Denmark. It'll make sense at some point. Um, Headhunters. They get implacable advance and preferred enemy infantry. Yay. I thought they had that anyway. Yeah, no, but they didn't. Yeah, preferred enemy, I'm pretty sure. Implacable yeah. advance, I'm not so sure on that. Uh, oh. And they're allowed to take a... They get a dedicated transport. Uh, replace the, it says, place the following. Uh, they may cho- choose a Legion Rhino or Dreadnought... Do- uh, Dreadclaw, not Dreadnought, Dreadclaw yeah. drop pod Dreadclaw. as a dedicated transport. That is yeah. new. Dreadclaws for the win! Dread of the claw, dread of the claw. No, that's a really bad push. Um, okay, now that's sort of like the, that's the Legion stuff, or that's the Legion section of yeah. the uh, the updates. That's now the boring to... stuff. Let's get into like where where fucking shit happens. Yeah, so now we're on to the Crusade Imperialis army lists. So um, basically, there's a, there's been an update on the Displacer Matrix. This is it's... madness. <laughs> <laughs> But it is pretty fucking good. It, you it's, it. When you think what they've just added in, it's bloody impressive. Um, and will save lives. <laughs> if, <laughs> if only for a round, maybe. Um, but basically it says that the, just going to read the line um, as, as much of the, uh, that, that first sentence, basically. So it says, the displacer, displacer matrix provides a three plus invulnerable save. In addition, the first time a one is rolled when making an armor, and now it's added in or invulnerable save for a model equipped with this with a displacer matrix, the wound is ignored and the model is immediately removed from play and enters ongoing reserves. Damn, <laughs> that's that's going to make a difference. Well, it was always that, but it was just retarded previously because. It was the armor save, but it actually gives you an invulnerable save. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so didn't make any sense. No. Yeah, but now, now it's but, now it's like legit. But but actually, for us, we played it that you rolled a one on the invulnerable save. But now, in, because we just assumed it was a typo. But now it's actually yeah. even it doesn't really matter. Both. Like if you have a better armor save, and you roll a one. A one, then you jump around. So even if you have a two plus, you, the, the displacer matrix still kicks in and helps you, which is fucking awesome. Jump up, jump up, and jump get dropped. <laughs> jump up, jump up, jump up, so, and so get fucked up. And jump reserves. <laughs> your your two plus artificer armor, you can't really fail. Not the first Not the hit, first at least. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You do get blipped into ongoing reserves, though. So eh, yeah. you know, six of one, half dozen of another, but still... which is annoying if you just took like. 10 last gun shots and you happen to roll a one and you might take that as a wound but (laughs) (laughs) hit me with something that counts god damn it last pistol to the face crap (laughs) which which is also annoying because if you fail it and then you don't even have time to do you feel no pain and then you just bumps away (laughs) and the medic's like wait i was just about to push off Medic goes to give him an injection, turns around, refills, turns back. Who the fuck's he got now? <laughs> yeah, all the fun. Um, okay, now here's here's the super sad part. Here is what I had personally had like sort of like eight pages or whatever it was it took me to get here um, of of joy. Malkador and Valdor tank variants for all those unit profiles under the type 
unit uh, heading unit type replace vehicle super heavy with unit vehicle type tank <sighs> on the uh, plus side now being fast actually matters <laughs> so <laughs> that's true yeah actually yeah it says no the, the fast type is still in effect where applicable my apologies yeah, which i'm still just a little bit sad over that we, we, we previously the, it made no sense that it was fast <laughs> what does it matter that is true it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah super heavy it what, what does it matter it's fast now now suddenly it actually matters a lot that it's fast yeah, it means you can blast your guns Yep. Set, all daka daka. <laughs> set all weapons to daka-daka. Set all weapons to boom! <laughs> but yeah, totally counts. Um, but still sad. And uh, I'm very well aware that I've, I've had a couple of co- conversations today from especially Solar Orcs players going, mm, best, I better go, uh, I guess I better go and buy a Porphyra now. Um, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. a lot of bitter tears right now over the Malkadors. Nah, come on. Be, be Malkador proud. I am Malkador proud. Rock out with your Malkador out is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to. I honestly think Eric might just shift all his Malkadors over to me soon. So I'm like, if they could just fix it by squadroning them up, I'd be really happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would make me so happy. It would be stupid, but it would be totally, totally worth it. Right. Um, okay. Now, now here comes some what I'd like to do. D- okay. We're going into the Mac- Mechanicum Tagmata army list now. Mac- Mechanicum. Mac- Mechanicum. Yep, it's a Scottish Mechanicum. It, it, they're literally <laughs> fueled by they're fueled by Iron Brew and that alone, um, which makes them the Ginger Mechanicum. So don't let's not go down that route. However, there's one thing in here that I had to reread about three times before I saw <laughs> before it made sense, and then it was just fuck. <laughs> um, okay, so basically the Domitar. Got um, got some fun additions. It <laughs> became the Dominator instead of the Dominator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it became the Domitard. If you're not playing Mechanicum, um, because yeah, there, there's a lot that's gone under here. Basically, uh, the Graviton Hammer uh, got basically somebody went get exhibit. Let's pimp this ride, and they slapped all the bells and whistles on this fucking thing. Um, so basically, it says uh, the domin- no. The Domitar is equipped with two graviton hammers, which have the effect of granting an additional attack, which is already included in its profile. So far, Yay. so standard. In addition to its weapons attacks, using uh, u- uh, units assaulting a model um, or unit with graviton hammers always counts as making a disordered charge when doing so. Ah. Okay. So far, so frag grenades, so boarding shields. Okay, fair enough. We can suck that. A graviton hammer uh, as an assault weapon is strength 10 ap2 melee concussive and wrecker makes sense it's a gigantic fucking hammer uh, yeah. it's gonna hurt if it hits you um then, graviton, then it comes and drum roll please <laughs> graviton hammer shooting I just want to point out somebody had watched Thor Ragnarok before this I'm fucking sure oh, yeah. <laughs> or some one of the Thor movies have gone why aren't we shooting with hammers? Why are we not doing this? Anyway, all the hammers. All the hammers. Um, it's a template. It's got an asterisk by its strength, which I completely understand. It's AP6, heavy one, concussive, graviton wave, haywire. 
More haywire flamers for the Mechanicum. Yay! Oh, yeah. Yay. So, oh, they needed the more haywire. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just, just to read the rule, instead of rolling to wound with this weapon, any non-vehicle model caught in, this, in its effect must instead roll equal or under their strength or suffer, uh, on a d6 or suffer a wound. A roll of a 6 always counts as a failure. In addition, any unit which suffers a morale check as a result of the casualties taken take this attack uh, from the stack, take it subject minus 2 to leadership. Yeah. Now, it's a template weapon. It's... it's Here's the question, because this is this is what has frightened me with this thing. Um, does this thing have Wall of Flame as a special rule? Yes, if yeah, it has a template. template. Yeah, that, that's the, so basically it can do potentially, if, if a Domitar armed this way gets charged by a Leviathan, it the could Leviathan is dead. Yeah, it's going to fuck a Leviathan in the ass. Um, why on earth would you want to go anywhere near a Domitar ever again? <laughs> Um, with anything, um, yeah. Well, well, fuck. you just hope you roll your fucking four plus involved saves as a yeah. as a pro. Uh, yeah, ouch. Um, it's gonna suck. <laughs> this is this. I think we're gonna see a lot more Domitars showing up in uh, Mechanicum lists for some reason. Not sure why, but they probably will now. Um, yeah. Can you transport them in any way? Uh, I don't know what they fall under. They fall under. Do they the fall under monstrous creatures? Because uh, yeah. I don't believe if they do, then no. Yeah. Okay. Um, you basically I have to put just have to see what Eric comes up with. Um, <laughs> you mean which book he's taking the rules? From? You mean Mechanicum Arvis Lighter, specially designed to carry monstrous creatures such as oh, Domitars? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, no. To be fair, Domitars can't be transported because Iron Circle can't be transported, and they're a Domitar chassis. So, um, yeah, definitely not. But, but if they change that, they will make sure to change everything except the Iron Circle, and they will. Of course, they would because they just fucking hate and they us. They will ne never be able to ride in the. Toilet. No, I am not making this my one per list. I'm saving that for later. All right, I'm gonna bitch later. Not happening. Anyway, um, so yes, um, yeah, that one's fun. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's that's yeah. scary. Um, book four. I just want to point this out: that book four is it seems to be the only only book that doesn't really have anything other than a you know, the relics of dark age technology is just for playing fun games and stuff like that. So chill. That is because that's because there's no it's... need to change the perfect book. Exactly. When there is perfection. It is hashtag perfection. And there is no need. It just needed to be pointed out to everybody to go and adore the fact that book four is and always will be perfect. Simple as that. However, book, book six gets one straight away with the uh, the Black Shield allegiances. Now, I'm not sure if this is a clarification, so Freddie, you can... Uh, um, well, with the Black one. Shields, I think the old rules, it stated that Mechanicum and Militia, or... Uh, Oh, I mean, the Imperial Army mm. uh, didn't treat them like that way, but they have changed it now. So basically, if if I understand this correctly and the way that he explained it to me is that if you use Black Shields as your allies, then you're mm. distrusted. But if you use Black Shields as your main force and you use with certain other rules, if you use like Militia or whatever, as your allies into your Black Shield force, 
then you use the rules that stated underneath the back black shield rules in the book. Yeah. So if you use black shield as allies, they are detrusted. But if it's the other way around, then you follow the, the bouncing ball in the book. Yeah, and I think if, if anyone's unsure, I think it, it's re- it's relatively clear that it says all factions treat black shields as. So it's coming from the faction's point of view, not the black shield's point of view in this case. Yeah. And then yeah. it says as distrusted allies on the Age of Darkness allies chart. So yeah. yeah, I think it's a nice nice clear up on that one more than anything else. Um, and then it says unless otherwise stated in the black shield special rules. Exactly. Page, which also make, makes sure that when you pick black shields and you do it, and then unless you do the crazy stuff when they are basically those uh, Raven Guard all fucked up dudes. Oh, the nut that, jobs. Yeah, the nut jobs. Then, then you're, you're basically just follow whatever they say. Yep, fair enough. It's all good in the hood. Now, Garland Serlak. Yep. Serlak. He has been, he has been uh, fixaminated or has, he's, been, he's been covered in puce colors here. Uh, basically, it says under the heading Narthesium Primus, replace the, replace the text with the following. So, this artifice of wrought Narthesium confers a feel and a pain of four plus to Garland Serlak and to all models with Legion Astarte special rules in any unit which he has joined. Also, any wounds caused by weapons with poison special rule against Garland Serlak or any unit he has joined must be re rolled. And that's the important bit, right? The Legion Astarte special rule. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is not something um, that is conferred or that ha- is uh, possessed by any of the Primarchs, because nope. they aren't Legion of Starties. They are the seed of the Legion of Starties, and all that jazz. Um, Shadrach Medusom, um, under the heading Master of Shattered Legions, add the following to uh, to the end of the text. He may, uh, Shadow Medusa may only gain the benefit of this special rule while acting as part of an army created using the Shattered Legions theme. Um, Freddie, can you expand on that one for us by any chance? For those of us who don't know it, uh, because you, you, you technically can have him in the hand list or in other lists, but if you, if you don't use, but he has that fucking special rule, which makes no sense un, unless he's actually is uh, in charge of his uh, Shattered Legion. No. Just mm. retarded if he runs the Iron Hands and have it. Yeah. Yeah, again, clear up, nicely done, was needed. Uh, you know, everybody really, should, but... in theory, be happy. <laughs> not, not really, <laughs> but okay. It would be retarded if you used him as Shattered Legion commander and you Shattered Legion. But I guess now. Now it's clear. Now it's clear. <laughs> let's Let's move on to book seven because. You know, book seven. Um, so the Sekmek Terminator's got some some new rules, um, or actually, they just got some options added to uh, their war gear, so they can take a free lightning claw, power fist, or chain fist at certain points costs. So yep. yay, good for them. Um, yeah, then we got an entirely new profile for Magnus the Red. Which <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting. Yeah, yeah, Magnus. Well, okay, okay. Those of us who weren't at the weekend or who hadn't already seen this, and no, it but it's left always, our memory. It, it it has always been talked about. Mm. Uh, if you talk to people that are on the inside, that Magnus and the custodies and and those things needed to be tweaked a little bit. 
Yeah. So it's always been on the books. So there's, I mean, they've literally done a new profile. They haven't actually to, haven't done it all in magenta, which is which is usual. Um, but there have been some big changes on him. Um, if memory serves, I'm trying to. I'm literally got my copy of book seven next to me. I'm trying to quickly flick through it to find his page, um, so I can sort of compare apples to ashes. Um, if I can get there, it'd be useful. Uh, have you go scan through? Can you see any immediate jump outs on him? I I noticed something that I have a question on for well more to Forge World. If you look at the horned raiment, his armor. Mm-hmm. It's a two up and four up invul. In addition, okay. he's struck by a weapon with a destroyer special rule. The amount of wounds he, it inflicts is reduced by one. That okay. basically means if he's struck by a D weapon, he doesn't get wounded on a one two on the regular die roll then. Sounds like it. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. No? Clear this up for us, Freddy. No, uh, basically. See what happens because on a one it doesn't really nothing happens. But no, two, but three, it's four, a D three wounds. Yeah. So if you roll, oh, it's a one plus a D three wound. Sorry, I'm uh, yeah. old rules still in the head. Yeah, sorry. So it means that basically, if you roll another one, you only get the one wound. Yeah, I was thinking it's just a D three wounds, but it's a one plus D three. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, <laughs> so we're okay there. So we're yeah, back to rambling. Oh, it's okay. We're all, we're all drunk and ramblings here. It's all good. You're in the right company. Um, so basically, he's gotten his main pro, his main profile looks as it should do. Um, I don't see any major changes it there. Is, it is the little red box that is interesting. Well, actually, I'm just. Am I missing something here? Maybe this is to do with that because I'm just looking at his special rules. Um, bum bum bum. Yeah, and I've kind of been missing. Maybe this is a typo on there. I could be wrong. Because um, you've got Mind Wrath lich listed um, underneath there, uh, underneath special rules. But it's not in the book, but it's not listed under it on the PDF. So I'm just wondering if that's because they've clumped it all together on something. Does that make any sense? No. No? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally looking at You look at Red Book, the Black Book, sorry. I'm looking at his special rules, and listed under special rules, you've got, like, Sire of the Thousand Suns, Arch Sorcerer, Eye of the Crimson King, Phantasmal Aurora, Aura, even, and then very bulky. But what's missing there is Mind Wrath. I'm wondering if that shows up later. Maybe I'm wrong. No, 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 but this 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 is to do with the change that you can't ah, right, okay. do on. the crazy fucking minus D. Ah, D oh, right, okay, that's what it is then. Fair enough. The D banana Magnus. Oh, okay, so the big D. Mm. Okay, so this is the... Ah, oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, my apologies. Um, so Mind Wrath. Oh, right, so we're manifesting any witch firepower. Um... Okay. Is this the thing that we're talking about here? Yeah, but you have to pay 175 points extra for this. Oh, Jesus. Right, okay. Yeah, exactly. For Infernal Bargain and Mind Wrath, you have to pay 175 points. Ouch. Yeah, uh, it's up to uh, quite a chunk of change. 
Yeah, I mean that that jumps in from what four ninety five to six hundred and sixty. Yeah, and it goes to strength ten, not to strength fucking. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay, that's nice. So, oh, that does make a massive change. Um, I'm just having a look here. The infernal bargain. Ooh, very cool. Um, yeah. So, general thoughts then. Is this is this what should have happened to Magnus? Well, as not playing <laughs> Thousand Suns, I say yes. I, I don't know. Seeing Magnus and what he does in Somatalis, then yeah, yeah I cool. love him. In oh, do we do we go? Oh, you had to drag Somatalis up, didn't you? He's he's still pretty fucking like it is. It's right. not bad, so but he's not doing everything all over the place, which is also good because. There are not that many character uh, primarchs that D shit. <laughs> nope. And now there are none. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, there there are none. And and strength ten seems very fair. I think that's uh, that's as it should be. Um, okay. So there is that. Uh, so that's a whole new profile for Magnus. Um, just skipping through. Oh, there's a change, and this is for. Let's have a look at Space Wolves, I'm guessing. Uh, Warriors Metal. Yeah. Um, so basically, the, it has been changed. So Legion Apothecaries, which join a unit with this special rule, uh, are considered to be wholly part of the unit. They have joined and may benefit from this special rule as well. Yeah. That's kind of useful. So that, that just well, clears up. Which, once again, was fucking. Because when you join Apothecary, it becomes part of the unit. This is just clarifying. Yeah, makes a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's, the, that's that. And then, then we pop onto another, please replace the entire unit profile with the following. And that is the Acastus Night Porphyron. Yay! Who doesn't love a, a sub-500 point ass-kicking gigantic fucking knight that fucks shit up from a long distance with Massive templates. Um, apparently, a large number of people wanted to see it be more expensive, and it is. Um, I can't figure out why. Yeah, no, 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 no reason. Not that it was an auto include in any two thousand point army or below, um, <laughs> or any army for that matter. This is true. This is true. Um, but yeah, general thoughts. It's now up at five hundred and sixty points. Uh, which it it's good. It it, it is that magic above twenty five percent for two thousand points games. Yeah, which is which is good. And also they cleared up the household ranks and like who can have it and what, and just tidy up some of the rules, which is good. Yeah, but it was genuinely a very much needed um, amendment to the. Well, um, to previously the price. you took two of these instead of a fucking warhound. That was just how it was. Yeah. yeah. And they would potentially live longer than the Warhound as well. Well, it has a lot longer. longer. Yeah, well, just... A lot fucking longer because of this stupid invulnerable save is way better than the fucking iron, like the the void shields. And also it has only one less hull point. Yeah. And you can get, as you said, you, it, it was as, as cheap to buy two of them, basically. For yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a thousand points compared to one Warhound, and you get almost double the whole points, yeah. twice the survivability, etc., etc., and as much damage. 
So uh, yeah, yeah. The, the double D on the Warhound wasn't. It was. It was never going to be same amount of damage output as two of these. No. Nope. No. No. But that's 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 been fixed. Yep. So um, they're still going to be prevalent, but it might just be one. Um, <laughs> it's going to be uh, interesting to see. I mean, they'll, they'll still fit in a two and a half thousand point list. Um, yeah. But then you've got a little bit more space to to bring a few more things that can deal with them. I mean, hell, just get a decent deep strike in with uh, a Leviathan and a Siege Claw, and you'll fuck this thing up in a, in one round. You'll give it a really bad day, um, having done that before. So, um, you know, it's not invulnerable, but it definitely makes it uh, much more points realistic now, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, now basically, we're on to the actual FAQ itself. Um, yeah, this is uh, there's a, there's a few in here again. I think uh, there's a lot of this is sort of language clear up and and specific circumstance clear ups. Um, so the first one we've got is: Is it possible to field multiple HQs with the provision that they must be the army's warlord? Yeah, but now, that's the old one, isn't it? Yeah, that's old. Yeah, but it's, they've actually they've actually added more to it. No. Or is that, or am I reading this no, wrong? it's a new question. Ah, it's a, a new, new question. question. My apologies. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's a bright fucking putrid color. That's why I'm, I'm just trying not to read shit. That's the problem. Right, I okay. I fucking so, hate magenta. I do, hey, I, I can hate whatever I like. Right now, fucking magenta's having it. Useless. There we are. Still not my one per, per episode. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's do this again. So, what is it meant when a rule states that you must be within the given range of an ability or effect to benefit from its effects. Is this different to when you must be within an area which constitutes an objective? Yeah, well, this is this is also, I know where they took it from, so I'm not going to comment it. But no, you can't fucking contest, uh, or you, you can't hold multiple objectives with one unit. End of story. No matter um, how you fucking try to twist this, you can't do it. I would really love to know who came up with that one because you can't twist a rhino and try to have two objectives. Or like you Daisy can't even score with a rhino, so Daisy chain uh, a, a tactical squad to hold no man's land, your deployment zone, and the enemy's deployment zone. No, no. And if you tried to do that in the past, you're a bad, bad person. <laughs> okay, then. So that that basically what Freddie said. It's just it's it's all there. Um, yeah, because I was wondering why the, why the hell it was something about area when talking about multiple HQs. <laughs> so, okay, um, <clears throat> moving smoothly on. Um, so it says the next one is if a vehicle has a uh, has used a weapon described as one use and then suffers a weapon destroyed result as a result on the vehicle damage table, can the one use weapon be destroyed? Simply no. After a weapon with limited use has been expended, it's no longer to be considered yeah. part of a vehicle. You are then grasping for straws, my friend. And yeah, I'm <laughs> And effectively, you have just used your one-use straw, so therefore it's not there, so no. <laughs> you lost your one-use straw. <laughs> exactly. So, no, nice try, but at least that one's been hammered with a nail through it to the wall. And now um, people are going to start building one-use weapons used to use as ablative weapons. Maybe yeah, a probably. 
Maybe. <laughs> Half a dozen different heavy stubbers attached to it or something. Who knows? And here we have finally something that's been addressed after many, many uh, questions. And this must make, uh, again, especially for you, Magnus, must be really helpful being yeah. a Salamanders player. So, hey, If Ryan wasn't so bitter, they would, this would have made him happy too. Well, it's it's not that he's so bitter. It's just the, the, the physical amount of... No, yeah, he really... Yeah, we love you, Ryan, but still. Um, we, we, we would just come back, be happy, be nice. Let this, let this goodness wash over you. Um, it says, can a unique or named character <coughs> or characters which are also dreadnoughts for example, Rylanor, Telemachus, um, take a Dreadnought Drop Pod as a dedicated transport. Yes, huzzah, it's answered. However, the following special character Dreadnoughts may take a Legion Dreadnought Drop Pod as a dedica dedicated transport option. Rylanor the Unyielding, Honored Telemachus, Cassian Dracos. Note, these special character Dreadnoughts may... Also embark upon super heavy transports that can otherwise transport Legion Contemptor Dreadnoughts. Yeah, so you can have Hawks. a Thunderhawk. Can they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also throw them in a um, what the fuck is it called? Mastodon. Ah. Mastodon. Ah, that's true. That you're could not, be fun. You're, you're thinking too small. Well, I'm thinking on the ground. No. <laughs> You're thinking airdropping. <laughs> yeah, airdropping. The, there's two things that makes me sad. About uh -huh. this. Is it the next next couple of lines by? No, 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 no. The next one. Next one is interesting. Why the Margal tainted dreadnought, Cassian Draco reborn? Like, yeah. So just before, it, but, yeah, go but on. I assume they all get all fucked up and warped and different. But the one thing that they still haven't addressed is fucking how come Royal Lord the Unwielding has not been upgraded when they upgraded all the Contemptors? Why is he still rocking around with his retarded less attack? Because he's not good enough. He should be. He's like one of the best Contemptors there is. Because reasons, I guess? Uh, yeah. I'm not saying it's a good answer, but because reasons? <laughs> that, that's, that's all I can give you, everybody. Um, but no, it does actually say, just to note, that the following um, may not take Legion Drop Pods, Legion Dreadnought Drop Pods, and that is the World Bearers, Marigal, and the Cassian Dracos Reborn. Uh, yeah, I'm still confused on that one myself. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean... Better fluff, I see no goddamn reason for this, but... There was your first mistake, you looked at the fluff, but uh, okay, fair enough. I, I respect the choice. Um <laughs> But no, seriously though, uh, I don't get why. Um, I mean, he got Dracos got hit by a Spartan or something, and yeah, got, got squished. Super unless, squished. unless it basically made him five inches thin, at 18, 18 to forty foot wide. I don't see why he can't get in one. <laughs> maybe he's just afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe he's afraid of being sealed behind metal again. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, don't I, do it. I'm scared. Um, but that wouldn't be very all reborn and shit of him. So I, I don't think yeah, that's the he's case. Still a thread knot. So <laughs> just, um, I don't know. I don't know. But okay. yeah. Um, it says, in all cases where a unique character Dreadnought is eligible to choose a uh, dedicated transport, these special character Dreadnoughts may take a Legion Dreadnought drop pod as their dread dedicated transport. So, you know, it does must say, take. yes. Actually, must say. No, it says, it says eligible to choose, yeah, eligible to choose, must take it. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Thank you very much, Magnus. Appreciate that one. Um, so, 
Moving on, for all your Night Lords players out there, Sevatar's Master of Ambush Warlord trait is different to the trait listed in the main Age of Darkness rulebook, despite having the same name. Which version <laughs> should I use? <laughs> now you use all of them. Yeah, roll a, roll a dice. On a one to three? No, seriously. <laughs> um, it says, in this instance only, Sevatar gains the benefit of both the Master of Ambush Warlord traits listed on his profile. So, Legion of Sartes, Age of Darkness, Legions, page 41, and the entry in Age of Darkness, rulebook, page 137. So he, yeah, gets, he gets both. He, he gets, gets both. stacked. Because he, he is, is fucking, stacked and jacked. He's fucking badass. Now, we can, now all the Night Lords are happy. Now they can play again. Because of yeah. Salatar and its Master of Ambush. Yeah, exactly, because that's can. what was stopping them. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, now that's the sort of uh, end of the. Uh, that's the FAQ section, and then we so, then we move on to the, the all new section, <laughs> the all new section, which is the playtest section. Now, it does say that these rules and profiles are designed to supplement rather than replace those found in the campaign books. Blah 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 blah. Um, we consider these rules presented uh, in these doc the section of this document to be optional. We'd encourage you to use them and provide us with your opinions and feedback. This feedback will help inform the final rules in any future publications. Which is um, good. They want they more do, fan, fans to they do. be encouraged. And they say, please send uh, an email with the subject line of playtest to heresyfaq at gwplc.com. So not only do they actually want your feedback, they've given you an address to send it to and how to label it. So please make it constructive and not just fanboy raging. Because... Um, all the tears. Yeah. And, and, and Anush said he reads everything, he can't answer to it, but he, he definitely reads every single email. So, yes. But please make it legible and, and not, you know, like headbutting a desk. Um, please. Because then it gets through and it makes sense and people actually pay attention to it. Um, so, yeah, let's go through these, shall we? Um, here comes my Wumper list. Uh, or my Wumper, Wumper episode. Um, Legion Rapier Weapons Battery. Everything is now gone to a single or to a five-inch template. A heavy one, five-inch template. Yep. I'm just allowing everybody else to cheer before I start getting pissed off about this. <laughs> I don't understand. It's perfect. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I, I happen to love the fact that, from especially from a sort of fluffy, themey, and gameplay perspective, that when you drop mortars on people, doesn't matter which mortar you're using, there's a fuck ton of explosions going off. I yeah, like that. That, that, is, like... Uh, that is represented by the one big fucking thing. That's yeah, but one. I like the randomness of the flipping. I really do. And I think that's what I enjoy more than anything because you can go for the calculated shot and you can hit with the first one and then everything flip off in one direction. Or you no. can do what but happens. When, when you shoot with... indirect fire, you saturate an area. I, yeah, and I like the randomness of the flipping. On top of yeah, that, I like I just like that. 
Jody, you have to you have to realize that Freddie wants to slowly move towards eighth edition here. So reducing the amount of blasts, just trying yeah. to get it out there. It's just I was honestly looking forward to this. this uh, I was looking forward to this saying roll a d6 that equals the number of hits you get. I was honestly yeah. thinking that. Um, no, no it, it, the template is there to represent the area you saturated with your high explosives of or phosphex catalysis shots. Mm -hmm. Admit it. Your deep, dark desire to move towards Aether. No, because I never want to remove <laughs> templates. I just don't want to spend half of my game flipping 5 billion templates and then calculate how many hits we do. I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend half my game playing against playing against psychic phases. But when it happens, it happens. You know. Um. Honestly, I'm not super bitter about this. I mean, okay. From a real no, from a realistic point of view, I get that a lot of people don't like this. I like it. I think it works really well for with what the unit is, what it's doing. It's a lot of fun. For, I I really enjoy that because it does add some tension to the game. Things like phosphex. Fair enough. Make it a five-inch template because people don't like lingering death. They don't like multiple flips on phosphex. Fine, I'm good with that. I think with a frag shell, that should still be there because people will either use it or they won't. And as we talked about off-air, it's not used that often. I use it as often as possible because the amount of hits you can lay down with frag weapons will force a lot of saves and it'll actually get rewarded for it. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, okay, you've got the incendiary cell. Incendiary shell ignores cover. Fair enough. Have it as a template. You know, uh, splinter shell. Hmm. All right, fair enough. Never really seen those used like ever. Um, and the shatter shell is a direct shot, so that makes sense. So sure, everything apart from the frag shell, fine. I just really don't like the thought of the frag shell suddenly just being one template. Because for me, that for me in my mind, it is all about, like you said, Freddie, saturation bombing. So it's all about the amount of hits you can get, and you're only going to get one set of hits on this. Um, you know, okay, it's twin links. You get to reroll. Fair enough. But I don't know. I I would prefer the frag shell to be the back to that heavy four um, barrage. Personally, that's my one. That's my bitch. That's my one per. That's my grumble. I can I can stomach the five up the five inch on the phosphex because there well, is a fair, uh, there is a fair call that people are like well people only bring phosphex because of how devastating it is versus how many hits it can do okay keep it to the to the single large uh, blast at least now you don't have to buy the entire fucking store of uh, three inch blasts and cover the entire board with burning phosphex which is just <laughs> I've already done that goddammit! <laughs> no but I mean it goes fucking out out of control it's just. <laughs> Too much shit lying everywhere. Yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Like I said, I can I can agree to it with the with the phosphex. It's just personal feeling. It makes frag useful. It makes frag worthwhile. It will still to, be useful. I don't think we'll see it half as much as we have, and we don't see it that much as it is. So oh, well, I'd like to be. I would love. To, I would like to be proved wrong. You have three fucking five-inch shells in a battery. Yeah, versus 12 three-inch shells. Yeah, and the twin links, so this time you won't scatter that much. You will actually... We'll see, we'll see how it plays. 
We'll see how it plays. And if I'm proved wrong, I will eat. So I will force somebody else to eat a hat for me. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm the, I've just had my wamper, so I'm good. That's my cathartic. On the positive side, once you you actually use all your eggs, you won't make a person hate you, your guts, and and think, thank fuck, I don't have to play this guy with a, with the quad monsters again. I'm an Iron Warriors player. I usually get that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though. I mean, they're, they're not all. Uh, it's not all horror. It's just a personal preference. So I, I can fully respect that, that this is where they wanted to go off uh, everybody's feedback. I just disagree. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, right. Let's move on to the Moratat because this makes people happy and sad and all the things at the same time. Um, and you were kind enough to point this one out, Magnus. Yeah, uh, chain fire has changed a little bit. Um, yeah, a lot. Actually. Yeah, only subtly, right? Um, so, have you got it in front of you? Do you want to go through it, or? Yeah, I can go through it. Uh, the old rules was pretty much: you roll, you shoot with the pistol, you roll until you miss, and then you don't roll anymore, and you overheat the plasma on one two instead of one and stuff like that. Uh, they simplified it a bit. Um, you make a chain fire attack, and a mortap may roll to hit six times with each up to two pistol weapon types in the current shooting phase. So 12 dice pretty much go ahead, except when it comes to second part, which is uh, chain fire attacks hit to roll may never be re-rolled, and weapons which do not roll to hit may not be used to make chain fire attacks. When making a chain fire attack for weapons with the gets hot or melter rules, roll each hit individually. If a one is rolled, stop rolling. So pretty much like the old rules. Yeah. Uh, but thank fuck now the melters are Yeah, they are also <laughs> reduced. So Blood Angels um, yeah. melter pistols go away for that. But still, you, you roll 12 dice, so it, mm, a lot of melter shots coming in. Um, and he may not charge uh, after making a chain fire attack. Which uh, is good. Yeah, so they cleaned it up a bit. They, I think they made it a lot faster. Uh, mm -hmm. if you, well, everybody uses melter or a plasma pretty much with more attack anyways, but they removed the one to special with the gets hot and Stuff like that. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's cleaner rules-wise than it was. And it, it definitely cleared up a previous thing of, you know, psychic doodads and all that sort of jazz as well. No, Especially it clearly stated in the old rules as well that you could not be affected by blessings. Yeah, I know. But... Now we've got a FAQ that we can point at clearly and go, it doesn't matter what yeah. fucking red book it's in. You cannot re-roll, motherfucker. <laughs> it's in this book, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not no, the weird. I think they clean it up good. So I know how, what you guys think. I like it. I must admit, I've, I've still never used one uh, in a list. Uh, I've been like raped them. by one just on the weekend or not that recently, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a healthy found, newfound respect for them or just hate the fuckers anyway? 
I hate the fuckers. Fuck you. Fuck you, Miles. Yeah. <laughs> stupid that, melt up pistol. Yeah, yes. I'm a, yeah. The melt up. Yeah, retarded. Too good. Too good, huh? Well, it's still it's, it's here. It's all good. This is this. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll see everybody being a bit happier with them. Uh, the Legion Herald. Um, it is now fearless and has implacable advance. So, a Legion Herald console is scoring. And it can have Terminator armor, right? Yeah. Yay. Cool. You have a, a single console unit that is scoring, so have at it. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, yeah. it's all about planting that flag, isn't it? So. Yeah, I guess so. I just, <laughs> it's going to be a heroic lot. There's going to be a whole ton of heroic stands, but it's guy going, I'm scoring. I'm holding this fucking objective. Come at me, bitches. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Like the fucking loyalist, the herald is still useless. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the, the traitor one, which is like plus one to the charge and something else, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty tasty. Um, it has, has saved my arse on more than one occasion when I've been using it, so I'm not going to complain too much. Um, what have we got here? Uh, we've got the Legion Pravian. Uh, cannot take a jump pack. Which I don't think they could before, but... Well, apparently that's what uh, should be added. So apparently it's clear that they cannot take it. It may not have been able to pay for one, but it's now clear it can't take it. Um, And then additionally, replace the text under the heading Legion Inductees to read the following. Uh, I am not going to read through all of this. Well, it's still the same. Like you you take either the the Legion-specific upgrades for your uh, Automata or you have the Future Tank Hunter Scout. The thing they've changed is they've they have uh, kind of cleaned up the legions. So you have the Dark Angels as Monster Hunter, which ties really nice into their fluff that they're mm-hmm. technically just a little bit like the whole Monster Hunter has nothing to do with Kelbo. Maybe it has something to do with who's gonna clear out Mars if they're not behaving properly. Yeah. yeah. Clean fucking house. The bigger demons. And the bigger demons. Well, I don't know. Anything. Just saying. Yeah. Just thinking. You know. Which is why they're probably be good at demons as well. Because they're yeah. well, because they're all cha- shielded. Because they're all chaos tainted. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're secretly side shielded. Uh, uh, so otherwise we have the Empress Crusader, which is kind of like they had before. The five points for the Sonic Shriekers. I like that. Yeah, Iron Wars Wrecker. And they can get um, uh, Blessed or the similar. Action. Space Wolves Counter Attack. Imperial Fist Tank oh, Hunter. Cool. That's nice. Talent of Murder, which oh, is kind of nice. Like, uh, acute Senses. Yeah. Trophies of Judgment. And Carmine Fury for the Blood Angels. Yeah, which is. Isn't that plus one to wound or something? Like, for yeah, which I don't know if they need to probably wound on two pluses, but it's good if they're fighting out of automata. It's something our, subtly. Our Iron Hands are, are the good one. They get blessed autosimulacra for no points. Yep. World Eaters, Rage. Nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ultramines, meh. Snapshot at PS2. 
It's not as bad as it could be. Yeah, that's true. Death Guard, Fear No Pain 6 Plus. They can upgrade and to chem munitions. Chem munitions. Well. That's, yeah, that's pretty funky. Uh, Thousand Suns, uh, plus one invulnerable save, which is nice. Sons of Horrors, Merciless Fighters, and Bane Strike Bolt Browns. Word Bears Hate Everything, Promethean Gift, Mastercrafted for the Salamanders, Fierce Charge and Fleet, which is basically used to go in line with their other normal rules for the Raven Guards. Mm -hmm. Alpha Legion, Preferred Enemy. Nasty. Choice to pick. (laughs) And Bane Strike, which is good. But that, like, all of that is just, yeah, interesting. Not so much change, like, just tidy up a bit. Uh, and more in line with the new Legion rules as they got up- upgraded. But then, yeah. we're, then we're talking about my babies, your babies, everyone's babies. Every babies. All the One babies. The f- forgotten units last year, which probably this year will not be forgotten. I'm very sure this isn't going to be forgotten. I, I know for a fact I'm trying to find some more models to make a unit of 10 of them, um, personally. So, the Destroyers are back. Ooh. And they don't cost that much money. Well, money it costs, but it doesn't cost that much points anymore. So now, instead, there's 115 points for the five of them. Uh, they still come stocked out with the two bolt pistols and all that good gears. Now they have hardened armor. Counterattack they, cool. they always had, which made sense that they had fucking hardened armor because they were swimming in fucking goo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can take a land raider pro. Could they always take a Proteus? I think so. I think that was the thing with them. Or was it? I- and you can have an additional one for 15 points each, which is which is good, kind of cost effective. All of them can have melter bombs for 25 points. That's very nice. That is nice. Yeah. Suddenly, especially, especially if you go above the five five man squad, it suddenly becomes mm-hmm. super cheap. Yeah, and now they change it so you 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 pay basically five points per jump pack, which makes sense. And then, otherwise, I don't think there are any more changes except that. No, I think the uh, the missile launcher is the same price. Yeah, the power yeah. weapon options are the same. I, I still love the fact that you can take phosphax bombs with the destroyer sergeant. Just love that. I think that's cool. Yeah. Hand flame replacement pistol, and then all the good gear for the yeah, yeah. the sergeants. But yeah, suddenly they are worth their points. Yeah, I'm definitely building a, a unit of 10 of them. Yeah. With jump Man. packs and two rad missile launchers, because why wouldn't you? Because it's cool. And then, <laughs> finally, we have a unit that deserved it to be fucking upgraded because it was shite. Even though I kept <laughs> running them, they were so... I was going to say, this, this sounds like you have a person. Yeah, they were so expensive <laughs> in points and shit, but now suddenly they are fucking useful. And that is the Palatine Blades. And now they're 135 points for five of them, which is good. What's their old? Oh, fuck. Don't, don't make me. Were they about 160, 170, something crazy? Yeah, they were, they, were so they were really expensive at one point. They were super expensive. Don't make me look in the book. I can't be. You're, be, you're being made to look, Freddie. You're just going to have to suck it up and do it. Oh, God. Damn it! I know, right? How 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 unfair! If I if I didn't sit in front of all my books, 
It would be sad. They went everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Why am I looking in the wrong book then? Uh, they can have a. They have a lot of loadout. They can choose from though. That's cool. Yeah. Well. All right. The the old unit. Here we go. The old unit was 135 points for the five of them. But the difference between the old unit and the new one is that. <laughs> is there a change? Um, there has to be. Yeah, you can give them all artifice armor. Yep. Which is fucking good. So all of them can have artifice armor. Yeah. So suddenly so you got two up units, mm. two up save units. That's that's actually really helpful. Yeah, um, and they can all have uh, power weapons. Yeah, especially with a close combat squad like they are. Uh, yeah, well, the the power sword has gone from five points per model to two points per model. Same with the that's power nice. lance, two wow. points. So that's a reduction. And uh, instead, each extra one is fifteen points instead of twenty. That is okay. big. Mm? Nice. So, so basically, all the change. upgrades and everything has has kind of um, been, become cheaper. Very nice. Very nice indeed. So, yep, Empress Children players, rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice because perfection is now attainable because everything just got more cost effective. And suddenly they seem a lot nastier in things like Zomortalis and stuff as well. Yeah, two plus armor is going to be a. Two plus armor and fucking cheap power weapons, AP, you know, power swords, two points a model. Yeah. Which I didn't, didn't understand why that. It was like fucking five points extra compared to the other ones, like the Lokitaris and shit. Yeah. And then we have the Phalanx Waters has gone down from 255 points to 190 points. That's a lot better. That's a lot better. If you, if you compare these to the other one, because you see that you got five for 135 points, like the, the Palatine Blades, and for mm -hmm. these you get 10 of them. For 190 points. This is a really good Zomortalis uh, unit. Yeah, it's bananas. Uh, so the the difference between this one now is they have a counter attack. They didn't have oh. that before. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's basically the same except that each additional one costs 12 instead of 15, and the power axes are like half price. Yeah, they're only five points each, and it's yeah, nice to have an entire squad of, full of power axes. Yeah, instead of ten. And then, basically, the Thunder Hammer's gone down to 15 instead of 20. And that's about it. Yeah. And changes. Yeah, nice. Summer Talus list. Or yeah. And now the... Uh, now they all can have Melter Bombs. Before it was just a Sergeant. Okay. Which is bananas. Yes. But it's, uh, uh, well, 50 points. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, you upgrade them to be 20, and then for 50 points, you have 20 fucking melter bombs. Uh, that's fun. When because they charge in. Multi bombing is a thing. <laughs> Multi bombing definitely counts. That's for sure.
Yeah. All right. So that's them. Are we moving on? We yeah. are moving on. Why did I get stuck with doing this comparison? You started. We just let you talk. <laughs> Don't start talking. You're all good. Um, Medusa Immortals. I, I, I literally think I heard Nicholas squee loudly <laughs> enough to reach well, over. We can start out with the basic shit. They are 45 points cheaper. For, yeah. And worth it suddenly. Uh, yeah, so they're 45 points cheaper. They have uh, da, 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 same stats. They cost the same to add an extra one, uh, except that having Volkite charges and have two points each instead of five points, which is super cheap. Yeah. Otherwise, it's basically the same. Unless the, the thing they've changed is probably the gun them down, is it? Rather. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not. No, I shoot him in the back, like a boss. Uh, so it's they've just clarified it a bit, except that they they can't like previously. They were shooting snapshots. If they pass the fucking leadership test, now they basically just do a proper shooting attack, except they can't use uh, blast weapons. Yeah. And and the flamers use uh, wall of death instead, and that's resolved as normal. So forget all about that uh, fucking snap shooting and leadership tests and shit, which didn't make any sense because it was just useless. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, well, hooray, I get to shoot a snapshot of people running away for leadership crap. Yeah. <laughs> now it's properly gunned them. Now you literally properly gunned them down. Yeah, basically you get a, a free round of shooting. Which is what? Which is which makes them solidly worthwhile their points, especially above a standard breacher squad, and gives them a valid reason for existing in an other than taking a themey unit. So, I, I like. I really love those models, though. It's it's one of the reasons I have an that is waiting to get some paint. Yeah, I need. I need that. I want five more of them. I want five more of the models. Yeah. Um, and then then I have my the base for my destroyer squad as well because I think they're fucking gorgeous models. I'm just going to convert the shit out of them. And now we have the circles, gone down thirty points. Uh, they used to be 175, now they're 145. Uh, they are basically same, uh, except they've long... Oh, wait. Oh, they just tidied that up. Nothing, 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 nothing. No. So all the rules are the same uh, for... Oh, Jesus Christ. The extract is so much better now. Yeah, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gone from AP six to AP three. <laughs> it's a power sword with a plus one strength. Yeah, and I do like. I mean, I don't. I don't know if this was there before, but I and, do like yeah. the the grapple rule. And, and so. now, now the instead of yeah, but now it's like before it was minus one to the fallback distance. 
yeah. if an enemy flee, but now it's actually plus one to the initiatives of the guys, so they're more likely to sweep and kill. That's pretty intense, actually, when you think about it. That's a pretty big swing. Yeah. Now, this is a good unit. Yeah. And yeah. the bit of duty has, has made this unit actually more playable, because back in the day, you couldn't join it by an independent character at all. Mm. But now you can at least have a Mortad or a Chaplain. So there's something there for you, basically. Yeah. So you can have something to jump with them. Uh, mm. Otherwise, Scorcher is the same. Uh, burning Descent is the same. So that's no different. But the Axe Rack has gone to bananas. It's, it's, it's raked of bananas. It's also uh, crazy. Yeah. And then uh, each additional Ashen Circle is 5 points cheaper. Instead of 20, it's 15. Um, everything else is the same. So yeah, awesome. you're probably going to see a lot more Ashen Circle because they're fucking bananasly good. I hope so, because they're gorgeous models. They really are. Um, I've always wanted to find a use for them in an army somewhere, even though I don't play word bearers because they're that pretty. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing these out on the top. Um, I, don't, I don't think many people will get a fucking... Uh, will exchange their axe rack, rack for a power axe. No, there's really no need. No, I, I can't well, see the need. If you go after Terminators and stuff, but like striking an initiative strength five AP three with that plus one initiative when if you win the combat is pretty fucking. That's brutal. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, the AP three takes it for me. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest, the AP three makes it makes it truly worthwhile because suddenly it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to. You know, you take power axes if you're going to go after. You want to use them against terminators. Yeah, um, I, I feel the five points extra for a power axe. It's too much. Yeah, you think? Because you basically already have a fucking like a power sword on on steroids. Why would you? Because it, it it's it is basically a power sword, but with all these additional extra rules. So mm. you, I think a power axe should be free. So either go for the AP2 uh, strike last, plus one strength, or the axe rack AP3 plus one strength, strike on initiative and do the gravel thing. I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think free is probably a bit too much. Well, they have a power fucking sword. <laughs> Normally you pay for a power weapon. No matter if it's an axe or a, a fucking no. sword or a mace. And this is better than a power sword. This is better than a power sword. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm just looking at the... the, the let's have a look. Do... For additional five points. points. Yeah, yeah that's five what you points, mean. You get a Maybe two points? But If you're going to make them pay for it, make it something really stupid like two. If you're yeah, but, pay I, for but it. I think that the, the difference, if Just it was free, because it's a totally different type of play style, like the, the, the axe rack is, it's like if you give your Terminators either a power sword or a power axe, it's two different, you're going out. Well, should you, should you make it, 
Because it says any model in the squad can exchange their axe rake for a power axe at five points. Should it be one in every five gets a power axe, can take a power axe for free? Or one in every That way, maybe. Or one in every three takes it for free instead. Yeah, maybe. I I don't even understand why it needs to be. Maybe it's because they try to avoid some sort of gamey stuff where, where you have you do the mandatory a few of them have a power axe used to deal with terminators but you don't really need that at all because the only one you would ever give a power axe is the the sergeant and you put him in art just because you put him in artificer arm and he will challenged by another fucking sergeant and will kill each other <laughs> yeah yeah well just decline the fucking challenge and then you yeah, know, just back out the entire squad and then you have plus one in your fucking initiative role and mm. yeah the hell i just i i love these models i love these dudes i think they're awesome um and i'm really glad to see uh that all these guys are uh basically um uh, getting some love yeah which uh, they should yeah, which they should. And as as it's been said, uh, you know, we and, will and don't see forget more. the inferno pistol. But that's not an upgrade. But it's good to see that you know now now you will actually see people play this because you can join them with other units. And, uh, well, th- their fucking weapon is badass. <laughs> so. Fair. Just well, a stock standard unit. You know, these are now suddenly fucking super cost efficient. Just go if, at the end of the day. Go look at the models. They're fucking gorgeous. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. It's one of the coolest jump pack models yeah yeah and those axes are just axes are just gorgeous so that is the faq yep that is that is it end to end uh apart from my one per i don't think there's been too many grumbles about everything uh again i feel bad for all those who own malkadors and now wish they didn't um but they're still viable rants about yeah Oh, they're still they're still viable in some lists. I think they're still good options, and you know, if if they'd be nice enough to let them squadron up, I think we'll all be good. Um, otherwise, yeah, all over. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. What about you guys? I am stoked. You're stoked, Magnus. Yeah, yeah I think it's apart from just a lot of tweaks in the rules, which is always nice, and they clear stuff up and mm-hmm. fix some stuff. I'm really like Freddie said, stoked about them actually releasing the FAQs. And I mean, that's the biggest part for me that they're actively, when you look at the tweaks they've done, it's actively from the community's point of view. It's not just old G-dub FAQ trying to sell more stuff, FAQs. No, you, you can, because most of these things we take for granted in the way we play. So it means that they also, they also notice how people play the game. Yeah. They used to add things that are how it should be. Like even though you're a grumpy bit, it it is a fairly common way to play it. Yeah. With just, but I think the normal one is like one quad mortar shoots one small shell, uh, two shoots the five inch, and three shoots the fucking massive one. That could work. Right. You know, I mean, there are different ways of doing it. Again, they've gone for a way to sort of cover all bases and make it work, which is, you know, 
I, I, I'll play it. I'll see how it goes. And then, like any good heresy fan, I will take them up on their word. I'll write them an email and send it to them um, and make it constructive. This is pure shit. No, I will say, this is my one per email. Then I'll give them, this is the pure shit. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, in all honesty, no. I, I, I want to see how it plays because that's, that's a part of the game I enjoy. That's the thing. That's part of the game I enjoy, so I want to see how, how it affects my enjoyment of that part of the game. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, we'll go from there. That, that's again, that is just for me. Um, so well, no the best part we... is they have, they put themselves out there at the community to say just just email us. Yeah, which is a massive, massive thing. And again, big up to Andrew and the guys who are doing the work. That's awesome of you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it does make a difference to us as players to to really think that you guys are out there willing to listen to us. So thank you for that, dudes. Um, now, this is normally where we would go and take a break, and we'd be back with our wrap-up. However, as we are working on our... Uh, on, or we're working on our ep- uh, events episode, we do have some important stuff to talk about. So take a breather. There you go. Pause, pause us for a second to go get another drink. And we're back. There we are. Perfect. Now, Freddy. Yes. We need to get this launched. We yes, need to start talking. So, would you like to do the honors, my friend? Yes, I will. Uh, well, as everyone knows, uh, we we usually do one big charity thing uh, a year, and uh, it has become our DMD against heresy, or the DMD raffle, or well, you know, Sweet Child has many names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, uh, catch rate is well DMD against. I mean, heresy against DMD. Yeah, not DMD, DMD against, against heresy. Heresy, <laughs> uh, heresy against That's DMD. And this, <laughs> yeah, and the, the, this uh, year we we have been uh, talking about amongst ourselves, like what what can we do? How how are we gonna try and up all the antics we've done each each and every year? We you know we kind of go one up on everything we do and. We kind of decided that oh, we're going to do something that that may or may not be one up of what we've done previously, but definitely it's going to be one up in 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 kind of a way of hobby and how we want to we how we want we always strive to get more people in promote to use this forum as try to raise funds for a charity. So this year, instead of uh, raffling off like one big, big massive thing, we we wanted to see what we can do that that would actually probably affect the hobby hobby better than just you know a massive titan here and a massive titan there. So this year we're going to raffle off three two thousand five hundred points fully painted armies. Yeah. Well, well that's good. Just, Good. Just, 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 just the, 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 just, just repeat that. <laughs> so uh, we're going to raffle off uh, three uh, two thousand five hundred points, um, fully painted armies. Do we have details of said armies yet? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, as as we are now launching this, I can inform you that one army will, due to this, is the the new black this year. It's going to be a Blood Angels army. Nice. It's going to be an Ultramarines army. 
Oh, there had to be something, didn't I they? personally yeah. think there's too many loyalists going around. I am going to paint a army that I always wanted to do since I was, well, not a child, I'd say, because it wasn't that long ago. But, and I am going to paint a militia army. Well, slash, it, it is actually going to be a Leviathan force with a Reaver Titan that has a militia allies. I'm glad you. I'm glad, I'm glad you clarified that. You haven't even started painting it yet, and it's in October. Good luck. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, so, it, it, like for my army, um, we, we're going to invite the the guys that are going to paint their armies. Uh, most of you people probably already know them. Uh, it's uh, basically Linus and Bjorn. Uh, yeah. we, we're going to have them on our episode and they can talk about uh, how how they kind of have built their army, why they picked the units they want to paint, how they go about painting them. They will probably give you paint tips and stuff. And, and they will also say like how they imagine it because they're, they're doing this. They have totally embraced this project and gone like balls deep in fluff and, and, and they want to present like the epitome of that legion. And they have a passion for these these two legions, so so it's so it's going to be like they they will hopefully blow blow your minds in their painting stuff. But we we're going to leave that to an episode when we do an interview with them. Uh, once we get you know a few episodes down the track after we drop our fucking event episode finally, because <laughs> everyone <laughs> keeps asking about that one. Uh, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully get- Forge will drop another FAQ or something as important, you know. Be able to get it done. Just saying. Not that we're complaining, but you know, army list because that's how they are. They they went straight into it and started building army lists and tweaked them and looked at models they wanted to paint. Looked at things that wanted to fill fill the narrative and stuff. Broke my credit card on Forge World, and <laughs> and and uh, basically that. And and for so so they're doing blood rings. I'm doing that. Uh, the the militia army that I'm painting, or I said Reaver with Entourage, <laughs> uh, it's it's the one that I always fell in love with since I read picked up the first Rex book, whatever, and I saw the Rex militia, and uh, I I'm currently sourcing all the Rex militia I can get my hand on, like the the cultist one, uh, not the death death corpse of Krieg, but the the crazy fucking ogrens with the fence posts with oh the berserk ones. with cement on and whatnot and and also one one of the reavers that i always wanted is to owning is the river so basically the theme behind the army that i'm painting people i actually stole this off uh, jody uh it, these people are kind of worshiping the reaver and Reaver just walks around, kick face, and takes name, and then maybe occasionally squash the militia because they get too cl- close to their feet while they were walking around. They'll just they just see it as attaining godhood or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe probably. <laughs> the, the, the reason why most of the lower legs maybe should be painted red is because. <laughs> so, but but it gives me a chance to paint all the models that I really wanted to properly excuse to paint. Awesome source. So and obvi- not- obviously, we'll we have heaps. Hen- Henry wanted to uh, from Cult of Paint wanted to donate a Titan Maniple for 
that is coming in. We have uh, basically, I have uh, the gift bag from we got at the weekend that we're going to raffle out, and there's so much other shit we're going to raffle out. So, yeah, because as soon as be... we launch this, uh, we, we're going out to the community, and usually they tend to donate so many things that we raffle off as well. Yeah, yeah, and as as we launched Legio Latinicos last year, it would be a shame not to have them here evolved again this year. Yeah. So, uh, although I've, I've been involved in the last uh, last two painting stuff up for it, I'm going to be painting up a, a warlord head and a princep with that. So I will be painting that up as a little display piece and putting that into the raffle as one of the prizes as well with uh, Rocky Arlegio Latinicos colors. So that's going to be awesome. Prince uh, Princep Chapman, or <laughs> yeah, so Prince Princep something or other. Princep, yeah, there might be some bitter iron quotes scrabbled in there somewhere. I'll, I'll find a way. Yeah, I'll find a way. So, like, we'll we'll have so many stuff, and there will be even more details. But what what we're going to do, like the most important thing, is that you'll know the main price. Everything else is just going to be added on to this. There, there will be even more prices as, as we move along. We're going to do the Peloton like we always do. We're just going to see what, what else we can muster on. But the main price this year is we're going to raffle off uh, three fully painted armies. And they are going to be fucking Beautiful. rad. Yeah. They're going to be amazing. Yeah. That is very, well, very true. Well, it, like if if we just go and uh, look at Bjorn's CV, for example, I think he has won the last seven all the best painted seven painting comps, including the ones at Adepticon. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's done really well. Yeah, and you picked up painting awards at uh, the weekender. So um, me or that Borg, Berg, Bergstorm guy. Bergstorm. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna dispute who it was. We're claiming it. Yeah, and I've I've had a look at uh, and talked to Bjorn about his uh, the Ultramarines he's gonna paint and how he's gonna paint them in what type of blue color. Uh, and it's it's gonna look rad. And we all know that Linus is a really really good painter. Well, he he's the one, he's the one of all of us children so so obviously yeah. he can focus on yeah, painting. because i was gonna say he's That's only true. got two and a half thousand points to paint is that like a week or two for him is yeah. it depends <laughs> if he's working or not if he's not working yeah, it's like, yeah. if it, 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 like if he's he's not working then basically that's what two weeks yeah but that's yeah. only to like i don't know master class standard if he, maybe he gets bored and tries to push his level so much that he goes insane He'll yeah, do some weird shit with it one way or the other. Uh, but yeah, so the, the the most important thing is how do people get into the raffle? How do they get involved in the raffle if they want to uh, get a ticket? How do we do this? I mean, we've, we've talked about it, but let's tell them. Yeah, it's just going to be like we always done. Try and test it method. 35 uh, US dollars gives you a ticket. It's going to be the same link. We've already gone in there and upped uh, our goal with another $10,000. Uh, so you just go in there and donate just like you always done every time before. So go in there, donate 35, every, every increments of $35 is going to give you a ticket and, uh, we'll add you to the raffle draw and make sure to, oh, don't do like that poor, poor guy did and, and donate anonymously, anonymously. 
so I only got his name and and never his ticket. So make sure make sure that you actually put in some contact details when you donate. That helps us a lot. <laughs> it really uh, does. Yeah. yeah, it really does. And also, we already had contact clubs and stuff. Uh, if you really want to do something with this charity, like this charity is for the community. So if you want to do like the Boys of the Golden Throne and and other podcasts or other gaming clubs and and stuff, if you want to run an event and maybe add tick on a, a five dollar on the tickets price and then you just add all those money up together and you just bulk donate that and do it as like this is just a donation for the charity, no need for the raffle. It's just you know that we are doing our part. We had heaps of people doing that last year and we super encouraged that this year as well because that just shows that like. It, it doesn't really matter about the, the raffle is awesome, but it, it's just the, the community thing that we all do something together. And we, we do, we do these donations to this charity just to, you know, keep the ball rolling because basically research for a cure for DMD is mostly um, charity based as the government doesn't support that much because it's a rare disease. So it's like every every little dollar or krona or whatever currency euro you have uh, helps, and it goes straight to that organization. Like we have nothing to do with it; we we just promote the charity. That's it. And that's the important part. That's that yeah. is, you know. Again, I, I, I'll say it now because we're going to say it just for pure clarity. We don't deal with the anything to do with the financial side. That is why it is the most important that we do it this way. Because 100% of the money that you put in, you need to know where it goes, goes to the people who need it. And it does exactly, they, they put it to exactly the use they need to put it to. Yeah, and you, nobody, you can. Nobody gets a cut out of this. Everything that comes out of any anything that gets donated gets donated out of that person's pocket, um, you know, to the as, as prizes or in any way, shape, or form. Nobody gets paid off. Nothing like that happens. And we want to be super clear about that. From day one, we have been from day one. But we yeah, just and you, you can even go into the part. You can see exactly what kind of research, they, which re current research programs they're they're supporting with the with your donations. You can whatever you donated, you can declare that on your tax form and get money back because it, it is a legitimate charity and stuff. So you just go in there and they, you will have all the information if you want to look for it. If if you have any questions, you just hit us up at on the podcast or any of the other podcasters that are involved and and we'll help you and we just answer any questions like if, if you don't know how to click you know make sure you get a receipt if you want to declare it on your taxes and you know you you know go to town read up on it if you if you're unsure or ask questions but you know it's a charity thing and it's our community thing and it's just one of those things and every single year it's been a massive success and it's really brought us all together and it's really good like even the guys when i was at the weekender and pelican attest to this the guy even the guys at fortwell know about it and i know a couple of people there that has actually donated so and also they did steal our idea about that uh, warlord for charity before so yeah been there done that no. <laughs> yeah so, exactly so it's the biggest kind of flattery which is absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. And, you know, uh, as Freddie's already touched, you know, there's going to be our usual bounds of crazy, like telethons. And, you know, we'll do special event uh, episodes to chat about it, as we said, with the guys who are painting the armies. And if you want to do something, 
to help support this, but don't fancy putting in a donation directly. Like Freddie said, do something with your club, do a local event, do, do whatever you want. If you've got any questions, get in touch with us via our Facebook page or via our email at thevaranginheresy at gmail.com. And uh, Freddie, myself, or one of the team will get back in touch with you about it and we'll help coordinate or work stuff out, whatever you need. Um, but basically, this goes to a super worthwhile cause and it has done great things over the last uh, three years. We cleared $30,000, if yeah. I remember rightly, easily. Easily. Um, the, the, the goal is has been $10,000 this is again set at $10,000 this year. Yep. Yep. But we hope to crack that before uh, ahead of time and then anything we can bring up. Uh, on top of that, would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think I think we we went over like uh, at least thousand dollars last year. Easily, so, I think. So we'll definitely like. I, I'm pretty confident we're going to reach, and and this year is just going to see if we can break our record and, and go even further. Yeah, which would be absolutely freaking outstanding if we could do that. So yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add on this? Uh, not for now. Uh, not for now. As, we were, as we were saying earlier, stay tuned for the raffle part because there's a lot of lots and lots and lots of more stuff coming for the raffle besides the three two and a half thousand point armies that are going to be painted up. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that in later episodes. Yep. Thank you. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, that being the case then, gents, um, I think we were all good here. Um, so what we're going to do, as we said, we'll, we'll catch up with our events episode in the next couple of ep- one of our next couple of episodes. We will sporadically and continually talk about the, the raffle as we go forward. And very much looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the FAQ. If you want to drop us, uh, again, a PM via the Facebook page or an email to thebrangenheresy at gmail.com with any of your thoughts on the FAQ. If you like it, you love it, you hate it. If you're just as hashtag bitter iron as I am about certain things, or if things are hashtag perfection, as Freddie Freddie has said, uh, give us your thoughts. Let us know, because we would very much like to hear from you guys about it. Um, So without further ado, we're going to head on out, and we'll be right back after this with our (laughs) wrap-up.
Another one bust the dust. Ow! Another one bust the dust. Hey, hey! Another one bust the dust. nobody to thank apart from ourselves well done us <laughs> what an amazing Yay. episode we just did huzzah um how much how how no we don't go any further it'll turn into a real circle joke if we do that uh, but no great episode thank you 412 for giving us uh, impromptu content and something to really sort of get our teeth into and talk about um like i said i still reckon they could keep the small shout the small t- but you know that was my one per list I'm done. I've had that one. <laughs> My one per episode. I'm not going to dig into it any further. Well, um, you had you had more than one this episode. Well, I had more than one. That was that was my real one, though. That was that was like the one. Okay, yeah. that's like the third ex-wife kind of one. You get me? Um, <laughs> okay, that's how deep that was. Um, but uh, no, it, it all serious. It's a fun fun topic. Really nice to see what they've done. Nice to see all the changes they've made as well. So many positive changes in there. Um, Malkadors aside, we'll talk about that when we come to our next episode, which is a really nice, easy segue into me very much quickly talking about the Varangian Heresy event series. Now, as always, we are running a series of events uh, this year. We are running the, or in conjunction with the 30K Sweden team, we are running the Heresy event at Gothcon, and that's on April the 20th. Uh, Get there or be uh, miss out. The what? Get there or uh, miss out. Yeah, get, get there or miss out. Um, be there or be... I don't, don't know. be there. Yeah, or don't be there. Yeah, be, be there or be an 8th head player. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's, what we can class as an insult these days. Um, then we have over the um, end of May, beginning of... Ja- uh, beginning of June weekend, nice way of putting it. Um, so the 31st to the 1st, we have Lincoln, Lincoln Heresy. Lincoln. Um, so we have, on the 31st of May, we have Engine Kill, which is going to be our uh, Titanicus. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't figure that out with the name, would you? <laughs> no, no, I was just <laughs> No spoilers. 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 I'm thinking it almost choked on a belch at the same time. So it's more the. Uh, Adeptus Titanicus event in in eight mil scale, and may mayhap we bring twenty eight mil as well. Mm. Not decided anyway. yet. No, 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 no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then on we'll the first we'll spoil of June, next episode. Yeah, we'll spoil it all next episode. Then the first of uh, June, the day after, is Lincoln uh, the slaughter of uh, Bacatus. Is that how you pronounce that one, Freddie? Yep. 
Cool. Um, August 10th. It is now, anyway. Well, it is now, yeah. <laughs> August 10th, and we jump from June to August. We have, on August 10th, the Rautak Rebellion, and that's up in uh, our lovely home base up in Stockholm. And we'll give you more details about that next episode. You, you can see a current theme building here. Uh, August 30th, we're going to have the wonderful boys from the Cult of Paint come back out and do a military modeling class uh, with us up in Stockholm. Why military modeling? Well, why not? Because military modeling is a great way of adding all sorts of details and depth to any heresy army. And there's so many techniques you can learn from doing military modeling. Um, Basically what we do anyway. It is, but it's nice to also nice to change the canvas occasionally and do, do, a diff, do something different. Who knows what that might lead to. And then, as always, rounding it all off in October, beginning of October, 5th of October, that weekend, is Scandus. Now, it's super important that if you're, as I've had a number of messages, I know Freddie's, uh, basically, we're getting messaged left, right, and center about this. Relax. No tickets are, no tickets are currently available. Yeah. It's sold out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're all already sold out. So don't <laughs> ask about it. Only for Linus. Yeah. Only for Linus. Yeah. yeah. We've sold out again. If your name is like this, we've sold out. Otherwise, um, no, uh, in all seriousness, please don't kill me, Linus. Um, <laughs> he lives closer to me than he does to any of you. I do not want him knocking on my door at some time in the morning after hearing this. No. That's fucking true. And just uh, uh, Basically, um, if you're interested in any of these events, uh, or you want you want to go, or you're just interested, you think, yeah, there's a really good chance I'm going to go, go on to our Facebook page, Heresy, uh, facebook.com forward slash the Branching Heresy podcast forward slash events. Go to the event tab, go into the event itself, and put yourself as going, or at least interested. That is how you put yourself on the list for the event. Doesn't matter if you send us PMs or beg beg for uh, places in podcast PMs, anything like that, you need to put yourself down there. It's super important you do that because that's what we use to gauge uh, how many spots, how many places, and what we need to work out for the events. And that's also where we do all our communicating for the events as well. That's why we need you to uh, make sure that you select that you're interested or going in the events themselves. So do that. Also, as we talked about it, and the, uh, well, just now in the episode, <laughs> yeah, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff, um, we will also be doing the live draw on the 6th of October for the raffle, for the r- raffle against, for our fight against DMD. So that will be a live raffle, raffle, like we've done every year, and it will be um, out on our Facebook page, it will be streamed on a number of other pages because all the all the uh, other podcasts and other pages are really awesome to support us. And if you have any questions about how to get involved or um, donate or do anything like that, we did just go over it. If you want to check again, you can reach out to us. We prefer it by email if possible, um, or to the podcast um, PMs on Facebook. It's much easier for us to to manage from there. Um, but you can you can drop into our DMs and get involved, basically. Um, so yeah, that that's a quick rundown. And the reason it's a quick rundown is because if it if it all goes to plan, because we said this the last time, if all goes to plan. Our next episode will be all about our events. 
So we go over in much more detail about um, events. Each events, each of the events, <laughs> give you an idea of hopefully the idea of the overall story, also give you an idea of what, um, as I'm sure you're all wanting to know, what points limits, what force organizations, and all that sort of stuff. Um, all that will be in there, and we'll have a chat about how things work and where you know all the fun that we're going to have and who knows we may have some guests on as well promise nothing then we can deliver everything it's going to be a great or deliver nothing yeah we'll deliver nothing but then we haven't said the expectations too high you know i think that's fair um so yes anybody else want to shout out anything else while we're here yes no 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 it's all been said it's all been said it's all been said. Well, with that being the case, then, are we all ready? Nudge, nudge, yeah. wink, wink, looking at Eric. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> right, here we go. So, to get him off the couch, I'm going to say it's a, good, it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And me. Yes. <laughs> and remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be angry <laughs> in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Ranchian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Let the bodies hit the road, let the bodies hit the road, let the bodies